This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show on a Friday, August 11th, 20. What are you doing, man? 2023. Dude, stop turning my sentence down. I'm not turning your sentence up. Uh, August 11th, 2023, the Monty Show, as always, presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best entry attorneys in the business, I tell you, every single day, bar none, they take care of our, our listeners and viewers like nobody else. It is amazing how many listeners have gone to The Advocates and gotten service that they had not gotten anywhere else. And again, you're going out on your motorcycles this weekend, your boats, your cars, if you get injured, you better be ready to get to theadvocates.com. Chat with an injury attorney live online for <coughs> hello for free because, again, you never pay the advocates out of pocket. You don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. Good Friday. I have that annoying little cough that doesn't bother me all day long, and then I get on the show, and all of a sudden it's like <coughs> it's absolutely brutal. I guess I got to get on the Advil cold and sinus. I don't yeah. know. I have no idea. But happy Friday to you. Um, 90 minutes from right now, we will announce the winner of our tickets for a pretty good game. I mean, I, I got to say, this is one of the most anticipated games of the year mm -hmm. that everybody wanted tickets to. And you know that we ask you guys a lot, hey, what games do you guys want to go to? I mean, we probably got 200 suggestions. Right. This game right here, Texas at Baylor on September 23rd, is one of the most in-demand games. I want it. The game we're going to give away next week, which we will also announce coming up at 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern here on the program, is also one of the most requested games of the year. Yes. But we will announce the winner for Texas at Baylor September 23rd at McLean Stadium in Waco in 90 minutes. And then next week, dude, I mean, I, I cannot even wait. Yeah, man. It's going to be I awesome. I am so excited. By the way, if you're a member of our members-only group on Instagram, you already know what tickets we're giving away next week. Thanks. But we'll announce it here on the show coming up in 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, wanted to spend a little time today separating uh, fact from fiction on the collapse of the Pac-12. And the reason that I bring this up today is because the great radio wizard in the Northwest is once again taking credit for things that are not for him. <laughs> and listen, I understand this happens all the time in our business. People steal stuff from us. They steal our breaking stories. They steal our inside information in the NBA, in college football. I totally understand it. It's a part of this business. But one particular person routinely takes our stories and writes writes paywall news about it. Like he puts his stuff behind a paywall on his website with the information that we talk about on the show and isn't even shy about it, in my opinion, and in my opinion, steals it word for word. And I think it's it's just really unfortunate that that's the truth, because today the news broke that broke broke 
that the Pac-12 had a, an offer from ESPN for $30 million a year last fall, last August a year ago, which if you've watched the show for any amount of time during expansion, you already know that. It did not break. And the second part of the story was that the Pac-12 asked for $500 million per season for five seasons, which if you've watched this show for any amount of time, you already know that because we reported that last October, November, December, and as late as January when our sources in TV had told us the Pac-12 was still asking for $500 million for its 10 remaining teams. So nobody is surprised by the great radio wizard of the Northwest when this person is taking our information and making stories about it. Knock yourself out. People across the country do it. Just don't put it behind a paywall. Don't don't take people's information and then charge your supposed readers for information that you got from somebody else. Because in my opinion, that's what this is. And I think it's really unfortunate. Now, having said that, the truth is the Pac-12 last year, last fall, overvalued who they were. They never were able to, and I think we've talked about this at nauseum on the show, the Pac-12 never had a true grasp on who they are, who they were, and where they were, and what the market was willing to bear. Because facts are facts. And last August, the Pac-12 essentially spent several months trying to convince ESPN to go and take the entire Pac-12 package. Please. And ESPN said, sure, we'll do that. Here's 300, and I believe the number was $310 million. Here's $310 million a year for five years. Let's rock and roll. The Pac-12, as we told you, went back to ESPN, went back to Fox, went to NBC, went to the CW, went to all of their negotiations as late as this past January and said our tier one package is worth $500 million a year and we'd like that to be five years. They asked for a lot of money and everybody said no, not a chance. And in October, ESPN told the Pac-12, we're no longer interested in carrying your tier one package. We would like a game a week for TV and a game a week for ESPN Plus and ESPN.com. And that was it. And as we also explained on the show, it was in that moment that ESPN refused to match or compete with Amazon Prime Video for Pac-12 games. And it was in that moment where Amazon, who had expressed a, a small interest and being the exclusive partner of the Pac-12, said, yeah, we're going to pull back. We'd like a Friday night Pac-12 game of the week to, to tag team with our NFL stuff on Thursday, our NFL package on Thursday. We'd like a Pac-12 game of the week for Friday night on Amazon Prime Sports. And that never came to fruition because Amazon never said, here's what we're willing to pay. It never got to that point because George Klyovkov and the Pac-12, according to our sources, was so overly aggressive in pricing that content 
that Amazon never took a step further. And furthermore, about a month ago, as we told you, when the Pac-12 was going back out to market, renewing every conversation they had had, Amazon and the Pac-12 never talked about numbers. It was simply, hey, is there an appetite for a significant piece of our football and basketball coverage? And the answer was, no, we'd like a Friday night game of the week. So the truth is, yeah, absolutely. The Pac-12 asked for half a billion dollars a year. Mm -hmm. And the truth is ESPN offered $310 million a year. Fox never made a financial offer. Amazon never made a financial offer. The CW was willing to do a regional deal with the Pac-12. By our sourcing, George Klyovkov started at 500, came down to 350 with the CW, and they never got close to a deal. And as far as we've heard, Ion Scripps was never a serious player for Pac-12 sports. Not the major basketball and football package. Right. That's the truth about why the Pac-12 collapsed. It collapsed because George Klyovkov believed that they were worth $500 million a year. And they never got anywhere near that. And again, I talked to somebody on Wednesday who unequivocally, without hesitation, said Apple's offer capped at $23 million a year in cash per school. Capped at $23 million. And then to get to the $8 million, which is what everybody was asking about, every school was in line for an $8 million bonus. They had to sell 2 million subscriptions a year. Mm-hmm. They had to be accountable on a recurring basis for 2 million subscriptions. Yeah. On average, they were never getting there. That's why Oregon and Washington left. That's why Colorado left. That's why Arizona left. That's why Arizona State and Utah left because there never was a the possibility and Arizona State's a little different. Mm-hmm. I think Arizona and Utah were gone the minute that Colorado left. But there was never an avenue for Oregon and Washington that they could see that they could sell millions of Apple TV subscriptions a year to make $31 million a year. Well, and the premise of that deal is just subpar. I mean, none of the other conferences and the other institutions have to worry about selling Apple subscriptions or selling any type of subscription to to make your number. I mean, that that's the that's the frustrating part about the whole thing is that it, it, the Pac-12 had to take like this next extra step and had to do more and had to basically justify their worth through selling. And I, and I just don't think that that in this TV cycle schools are willing to accept that as a as a proposition. So I love that it comes out today that oh, you know, George is the one you know, who, who, you know, really pushed through and, you know, wanted $50 million per school. I mean, I, I ultimately, again, the, the president's in conjunction with George, this group of people came up with this valuation and I don't know where they got the valuation. I don't know where, you know, you come up with the idea that your conference is worth 50 million a year when your closest competitor of a conference in the big 12 got 30, essentially 31.7. I mean, that's, bananas to me. I mean, you're not the SEC. You're not the Big Ten. You're not the ACC, in my opinion. Like, I think, you know, the Pac-12, unfortunately, because you're in the Pacific time zone, 
people out east are not going to make the effort to watch you. They're going to catch it on SportsCenter. Like that's, again, as I always say, that's the reality of consumer habits. So to me, I I, I just look at this and, and I am, it, just like I was last year, uh, I, I have always been bewildered that um, these educators, if you will, these conference folks think that they can just put out whatever number they want. I would love to ask one of them. Where in the hell did you think that your your conference deal should be worth $50 million a school? I don't know how you justify that. I, I mean, even in the SEC, the only reason the SEC can justify that is because of the championships, because of the deep playoff runs, and not just once, once or twice, like reliably every single year, the TV, your TV partner knows they're going to be on TV into January. They know that. So when you can say that, you can ask for more. You hold more water in this town, as they say. So that's why I say I just I just love that today people are trying to break news that that the Pac-12 asked for fifty, and it's like we had that last year. This isn't this isn't new, and I think it really speaks to this conversation about people having built their business and career off a conference that's now dead. I mean that that's the sad reality of it, and, and I'm not begrudging anyone for that. But again, in life, like if the opportunity closes, you got to find another avenue, which would just be to me college football in the big picture. Yeah, it, it's amazing how many people built a career off of the Pac-12's existence, and now you can you're watching them flounder around in a you know they're they're fish in a river that's running dry, mm-hmm. you know, and they the, I think it's really unfortunate that that it's gotten this far. I mean, it's amazing to me that people are recycling stories from a, a, a year ago and calling them breaking news. That that And you're paying for that. Mm-hmm. The, and this, I think, comes back a little bit to the issue of the death of the newspaper industry. Because if you had an editor and if you had somebody that was, you know, actually applying some level of journalism to your work, you wouldn't be able to recycle other people's other people's work and call it your breaking news. Mm-hmm. That's remarkable to me. Yet here we are, and that's exactly what's happening. So, I, I don't believe the hype, man. Like that—that's yeah. the—that's the thing I would tell you. I think if you've been a listener to this show for any amount of time, you are well aware what we've reported. Um, and by the way, the beauty of YouTube is we don't hide behind paywalls. No, we don't. We don't cover our tracks and delete stories and manipulate words. It, it's it's all on video and it's all on our channel. And I welcome you to go back and scour it. Mm-hmm. Please knock yourself out, and you'll see all of the reporting that we've had on this because the, it, it is well known what it is well known what happened. I mean, it, it is. It is remarkable to me. Like today, the news that Oliver Luck has reportedly been hired uh, to be a consultant to the remaining four members of the conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 hilarity in that is, what are you going to consult them on? Because it is really clear to me at this point, Oregon and Washington State, Oregon State and Washington State have been invited to join the the Mountain West. I think they are simply waiting to see what happens in the ACC, and I think you you're out of time. You are out of time. Like this Board of Regents meeting at Washington State, we were told was not related to expansion or moving. It's related to a legal matter um, that, you know, frankly, we haven't been able to com- confirm, so I don't want to throw it out there, but it's a significant legal matter Yeah, that they're, they have to discuss. So 
not every board of regents meeting, and, and I think it's hysterical that some folks out there like put eyeballs on this meeting and are like, oh my God, dude, it's, it's clearly not about Washington State Athletics. Not in a direct, hey, we're moving to the Mountain West yeah. conversation. It, it, it's not, but we've gotten into such a reactionary place that I think people are thirsty for that. Follow the process and let it play out. Washington State and Oregon State are going to end up in the Mountain West. There's only three seasons left on their TV deal. I think there's an opportunity that when Gloria Navarez is able to lock those, those schools up, they get a little bit more money from Fox. Really, it's CBS Sports, and and Fox has a lesser bit of that deal. Yeah, I think it's a far lesser part of that deal. But I, I could see, I could see them getting to ten. But you got to get Stanford and Cal. And if I'm Gloria Navarez, I'm selling out to get Stanford and Cal, Oregon State, Washington State. And if you only get them for three years, hey. That's better than not having them at all, right? Yeah, and I, and I think that you know the, there's a real long play here for these for these remaining packed schools to jump into the Mountain West and play the long game. I mean, again, it's only three seasons. I mean, you're not talking about you know a ten year commitment here to this conference, and 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 I agree, uh, it's a lot of lost money. I mean, that is a lot of lost revenue if you're those institutions. But ultimately, I, I think that's the the Band-Aid to stop the bleeding right now. I mean, I, I just don't see how going to the American or going to these, you know, any type of other situation works out well for you. The reality of the situation is, is you need a P5 who wants you. And yes. right now, that doesn't exist. I, I mean... I do think the Big Ten humors the conversation on some level, but they're certainly not like, damn, we need to add these schools. Like, that's not what where You're they're at. You're not going to 20 or 22 for 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 the remaining four members. You're, yeah. Like, that's just not... And, and, I think, and I think when we talk about, like, the truth about why the Pac-12 collapsed... There's a lot of there's a lot of that. A lot of lack of demand, a lot of lack of hey, you know, we want this out of the Pac-12 or we want that or and and I really do believe that's just related to to the fact that you did a really poor job telling your story. Like I I understand you're in the Pacific time zone predominantly and that presents, you know, certain challenges and certain advantages. But ultimately, like you can't have your premier talent not being on, you know, the the dominant networks. I mean, that just doesn't that well, doesn't work. And I think the hardest part, again, this goes back to nobody recognizes how good Oregon State is going to be this year. Nobody recognizes that. And I think they don't recognize that because nobody watches Oregon State football because Pac-12 Network's not carried anywhere. Yeah. And Washington State, it is what it is. That They're an ap absolute disaster. Yeah. But you look at Stanford and Cal – I think this is where I would agree with you on their athletic prowess. Nobody watches Stanford and Cal because they're right now they're not good on the field or the court. Yeah. So there's not a lot of eyeballs on them. That has nothing to do with the lack of carriage because they wouldn't be on your tier one package even if you did have carriage of the Pac-12 network. Well, and I think it has nothing to do with the fact that if they wanted to be better athletically, they could. I, I And that's why I say I, I really do think there's a real conversation about what's more valuable to you in the in the long term. I mean – Obviously, these institutions are built off of education. We, we all know that. I mean, that's where the college system came from. You know, institutions of higher learning, right? To go go get educated, to be a doctor, or whatever your cup of tea is. But 
ultimately, like the unfortunately, the business of athletics has changed. And so I just I, it's yeah. amazing to me that we're in a place now where there's almost two parties or two sides of the conversation. One side will tell you that college football expansion is an absolute travesty. It's embarrassing. It's a disgrace to the to the college system because, you know, all all schools care about is money and they don't consider the kids and the travel and, and all this stuff. Yeah. The other side will tell you that that's just business. Like we don't you notice that we don't we don't do this stuff, this complaining about the little guy in other sectors of business, because that's what college is. And I feel like in our country we run from that. It, we you can you can live on this idea that oh little Jimmy's gonna go to school and you know he's gonna get his books and then he's gonna find his dorm and everything's gonna be really nice, and lots of kids might have that experience. <laughs> That's not that kid doesn't run the the university right athletics and and it, uh, 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 money in education runs the university yes. right hey we're gonna pay Stanford to do some massive study because they're an incredibly well-run educational university. That's that's the that's the bloodline to these to these schools and ultimately the conferences. So when you're weak athletically, that in really it's not even weak athletically at Stanford. You're just not good in football and basketball, the revenue generating sports. Right. right. It gives you problems because that's that's been the the argument. Oh, well, Stanford's a top athletic department in the country. You're correct. They are. They're really good except where it matters most. And so I, I, I look at this balance between education and athletics, and then we want to get mad at athletes for trying to make NIL money, and we want to get mad at these kids for trying to maximize their opportunity. Like, it's just the whole thing is aft. Like, there's there's no fixing it, I feel like. Yeah, I, I and I don't know how you fix it. But I, I would tell you what's next is I think the remaining four members are going to wind up in the Mountain West. I'd be really surprised if they did not. Although I know Mike Caresco, the commissioner of the, the AAC, he's a very aggressive, smart, savvy business guy. I could see him adding those four, but I think that's a really tough pitch and a really tough sell regionally. It makes far more sense if you're going to make less money, travel less, mm-hmm. have less infrastructure needs. Like uh, That would be, in my opinion, that's a smart way to go. And again, you're only doing three years upstate, right? Like you're only... It's only a three-year sentence in the Mountain West yeah, if that's how you want to look at it. State. Yeah, you're not, dude. Trust me, I lived in Arizona <laughs> for five years. It's hot, and it is a dry heat. I get that, but that still doesn't. It's hot. You could do three years in the Mountain West. Trust me when I say you can do three years in the Mountain West. Yeah, um, there's no doubt about it. And I, I just, yeah, yeah. There's, you know. Uh, let's see who's in today at Adam Salamini. I think the mountain West has six R one institutions. Yeah. Do they have six R ones? I'd have to look at the number. I know they have R ones. Yeah. I mean, Reno, UNR, right? That Reno is in there. Um, I would think Colorado state, I would think is in there. I'd have to look at the list. I have the list. Oh, Utah state. Certainly is an R1 research institution. Yeah, I'd have to look and see who else would. But, I mean, it would be nice to add Washington State and Oregon State, Stanford and Cal, because they certainly all are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that would absolutely, that would absolutely. But Fresno State's, oh, um, uh, UNLV is an R1 research institution. Yeah. Pretty, pretty That's certain. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, uh, it's not an ideal fit, but it's a good fit for now. 
Yeah. Right? It's a good holdover. It's fit. not ideal. No, it's, it's not ideal. It's not ideal. No. Uh, it, there's, there's no question about that. Um, all right. Hero 75 gives us $5 to lead it off. Is Amazon still interested in a Friday night game of the week? If so, any word on what conference they want or have talked to? I think that will happen eventually. I think Amazon Prime Sports is going to have NBA, and I think they're going to have more football than they have now. Um, I think it's simply a matter of there. There's there's been a lot of talk of matchmaking and paying major matchups to be on Amazon Prime Sports. Mm-hmm. The problem is scheduling is very difficult for those games because, as we've talked about. And I think most people believe, I mean, certainly nine is going to be the norm, but I think as we expand conferences, you're going to, if we, if every conference is at 20, you're going to have to play 10 conference games. Yeah. And I think at that point uh, you need two tune-ups. You need a couple of Wachahatchee Ambulance Repair Institute on your schedule. That's the best. Because it's garbage. Low level. Right. You know, your mom's sewing circle. Right. Um, I think it'd be very difficult, but but again, like if you what are some great early games this year? Texas Tech and Oregon. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna play Texas Tech and Oregon week one, Amazon Prime Sports. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think for Amazon there's a bunch of matchups out there. Yeah. I mean, you know, Tech Oregon. I mean, there's a bunch of nameplates out there that that, you know, would would draw a bunch of viewership. And and again, I have to say, like, Amazon improved their product quite a bit from the first NFL game we ever saw oh. on Amazon to the end of the season. I mean, with I, all I, the AWS stat integrations yeah. and yeah, yeah, the viewer experiences, the audio quality improvements, yes. like yeah, you're you're a hundred percent on that. I agree with you um, that they got better, but the question is, it, it's got to be non-con. It's got to mm-hmm. be you know, like for me, one of the greatest games I've ever been to is SC in Ohio State at at the Coliseum. Yeah. It's got to be that caliber of game. Remember back in the day when SC started the season at Auburn? Because it can't be Bama and Auburn uh, because that's an ESPN-ABC game. Oregon-Georgia. It, it, Oregon-Georgia. Utah-Florida. Like those early big games, the, the last week of August. Yes. Those are the games. Now, can you, can you pay for those games throughout the season? You can't. I think it becomes very difficult. But the real question becomes, where is that foray into college sports for Amazon? Because I know a lot of people at Amazon Prime Video. Yeah. And they are adamant that it's coming. They are adamant they are going to make a huge push, and they are already making a push for NBA. I think they'd like to add another NFL game. I think they would, (laughs) excuse me, certainly, certainly like to add more baseball. Yeah. But there's no doubt the hole in their their athletic arsenal right now is college football. Yeah, and, and I think you know Amazon obviously is that 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 distribution partner that you know I I, I think checks almost every single box. Yes. You know, and and yep. I think the thing about Amazon that's a lot different than Apple is Amazon it, to me is much more of an operator than Apple will ever be. Apple Apple just wants to own entire leagues and and wants to be exclusive and doesn't understand how to play that game yet and doesn't understand the value of Hey, like, yeah, we can't own the entire uh, uh, the entire league, but if we could get big time matchups a couple times a year, that's going to really appease our ad partners, and that's really going to improve relationships. And so, for me, 
I, I just think Apple is well behind Amazon. And when I look at Amazon, uh, the ability to improve, the ability to to provide ease of use to the user, the idea that, that I can open the Prime Video app on my phone or on my TV and reliably yeah. or like reliably know that it's going to be right there on the home screen. Yeah. I don't have to go digging through like eight pages to find the NFL game. Like, But I, 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 I think this is also a, a question for fans. And I wonder what you guys think about this. Like, do you want cupcakes you know i'm a notre dame guy i want big games every single week yeah and that's as an independent that's what our schedule used to be and now it's not that anymore so as a fan i want notre dame to go up against the biggest and baddest especially now because i think notre dame needs to completely wholesale their program like you've got to make big changes there but if you're alabama don't you want to play 10 championship caliber games every year? Yeah, I, I think if you're any football program, you want to play as many uh, high-value games as you can and win those high-value games. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the name of the game. But I think, again, I, I think the other part of this from the TV distribution partner side, like in Amazon, let's say, is their understanding of what the consumer really, truly wants in their football experience. Because I can tell yeah. you right now, if Alabama and LSU are playing at, you know, not that they ever would, but let's say that game was on at 10 a.m. Pacific. Like, the Pacific time zone's not going to gravitate right away to that game. Like, like I think football fans, what they want is they want that mid-afternoon, fall, fall day, you know, hoodie weather, you want friends the, over. You want like, the 3.30 yeah, kickoff. Yeah. You want that big primetime ESPN. You want to extend that window. As a fan, at least for me, and again, let me know, but for me, I want to extend that football window on a Saturday and Sunday as long as I can. So if I can bleed that into 2.30, 3.30, like that early mid-afternoon segment of the day, and I can wind that thing all the way into like 8, 9 o'clock, yeah. like what fan doesn't want that, Yeah. Dude? Yeah, no, seriously. I, I I want less cupcake games. I want less pushovers. Mm-hmm. I want less, all due respect to Weber State, I want less Utah-Weber State. I want less small-caliber Middle Tennessee State on Alabama's schedule. I want real football games. I want rivalry games, big rivalry games in November. I That's just... And I think all of us as football fans, I would assume, want those big games. The the problem is I don't think coaches and administrators want August and September massive non-con games because that really damages your playoff hopes. Like, look at this out of NBC for week zero this year. Saturday, August 26th, what, two weeks from now. Yeah. Notre Dame versus Navy in Dublin. Does location matter? If they're playing in London, Germany, Dublin... It helps. I mean, certainly with Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, we're going there. I mean, it's going to be a packed house. It's a moneymaker game. Yeah, It's absolutely a, a money revenue generating. This is what Notre Dame has to do. Notre Dame has to get those games Yeah, because that's a Notre Dame home game. They get, they get three quarters of the gate on that. So that makes them money. Yeah. And yeah. I, by the way, I also think that's the other part of these big, you know, non-conference matchup games. Because remember, in for like these four Pac-12 schools that are just sitting here left, their tickets, their concessions, their retail, yes. all that's that's their pipeline now, because they don't have the Big 12 marketing machine. Too because bad. They don't have a Big 12 or a Pac-12. Yeah. Right, uh, right now, Stanford, 
at least as we know it, has no idea where they're going to be a year from now in a conference. Yeah. Think about that. How much money are you not making in planning and projections? Yeah, well, and I think that, you know, for these four schools and and really, I, I think this is bleeding into G5s just across the country. Like, I think there is an emphasis at the lower levels of college football now with everything that's going on in Power 5 realignment to really make money in innovative ways. Like, obviously, every football program wants to make money off concessions, but just yeah. how far can we take that? How far, Like, what are new ways that we can make money. And, and that's what I think ultimately wins over guys like Bobby Robbins when he's talking to Brett Yormark. Like, hey, dude, we know that we've got a nice little TV contract here, but we're not. I'm not blind to the fact that the SEC and the Big Ten are ahead of us, and we have to bridge that gap for our members. But now, like Bobby Robbins is a very interesting example. Hey, let's go play, and God bless them, let's go play the Maui Invitational. Kansas is coming. North Carolina is mm -hmm. coming. Like, the best three teams from every conference are going to be there. Yeah, hell yeah, Kansas, Arizona, you know, like they're coming. Yeah, you know, so it to me that's where you're you have to get that revenue. And now that Arizona knows that Kansas has got to come to Tucson, imagine the gate on that game. Imagine the hot dogs and yes. imagine the the entertainment district and the TV money and the. Because we're not in this for a million people watching a game anymore. Yeah. We're in this for three, five, six, seven million people. The mythical playoff, college football playoff number. That's what everybody's after now. Where nobody's after 700,000 people watching a football game. Well, look at uh, what? Preseason game number one, the Hall of Fame game for the NFL, getting like six million views. Dude. That, I mean, that's what everyone's after now. But in college football, if you can get north of three million, yeah. that's a massive audience. You're cooking, dude. That's a massive audience. Yes. Ryan Thomas for $10. Back of the envelope calculations, boys. Kleopkoff's negotiation tactics are like George Costanza with NBC in the Seinfeld episode about the pilot. Dude thought he should get paid like Ted Danza. Back to the envelope calculations. You are not wrong. Nate B for $5. What's up, Nate? Be nice to Kenzano. He's going through it right now. Act like you've been there. He's overall a great reporter. Followed his work for years. You Richards. Uh, Nate, I've known John Kenzano at arm's length for probably 20 years. John Kenzano has been a guest on my radio shows multiple times. It's embarrassing. And I haven't said his name one time until right now. What John Canzano did during this Pac-12 mess, the fact that he allowed Kleovcock to go on his podcast with John Wilner and, and do a hit piece on, on UCLA, and in my opinion, George Kleovkov, in my opinion, was lying, mm -hmm. and they didn't ask a single follow-up question. They didn't have facts or substance to back that up. They simply, it, it sounds to me, went down a list of questions. That's embarrassing. And you want to talk to me about he's overall a great reporter? Great reporters don't act like that. Yeah. Great reporters don't let commissioners come on their shows and do hit pieces on UCLA. They don't say that SMU's paying $70 million for an entry fee to the Pac-12. Yeah. Which was never happening. Don't lie to me. Like, you don't. You don't report something as breaking news uh, almost a year after everybody else has reported it yeah. and then call it your story and put it behind a paywall and make money off of people clicking on that. That's not being a great reporter. Maybe there's some entrepreneurial spirit there. Congratulations. 
I call that taking advantage of consumers. Yeah, I mean, the entrepreneurial spirit would be to, you know, to to say, okay, I'm John Canzano. I know, and again, I'm not ripping him for it. I'm just, I mean, the rap, facts are facts. Like, you built your business off the Pac-12. I, I don't think that's a hot take. I think we could all agree on that. So the fact that the conference is where it is right now, the entrepreneurial person would say, okay, yeah, I need to shift here. Like, yeah, I'm still going to put out Pac-12 content when it's relevant, but I need to shift to just being a college football guy. This is the dude who said the grant of rights was done. Yeah. This is the guy who said, oh, the conference is staying together. Nobody's leaving. How'd that work out? How'd that work out? How is the, <laughs> How did it work out that on the Friday morning, he said the meeting was great and positive? And there was momentum towards the grant of rights being done. Uh, yeah, the problem um, is that Oregon and Washington had told them they were leaving. So what do you um, mean positive momentum in the grant of rights is getting done? Where's the great reporter now? Yeah, I don't know either. Because that's not being a great reporter. And this Pac-12, and the thing that wears me out is it's the Pac-12 media guys who, who assaulted and who said we were all lying. And when we were reporting that you know ESPN was out on Pac-12 tier one rights and they called us liars and hacks it's on just YouTube. A hack. Where are all of them now? Yeah, not saying much. Yeah, great reporters. Yeah, great reporters don't do what that guy did. So, you can call us dicks if you want to. But, but thanks for the $5 you paid to call us dicks, by the way. Thank you. Thank awesome. You. Tom Dean, uh, pack no 31 million, Big 12 dodges a bullet like the Matrix. Hey, man, the Pac-12 made this possible. Listen, you know what? You know the only reason that the Big 12's in that position? Because... They just said, you know what? We don't want to get anywhere near that cliff known as our conference dissolving. We already had a scare with Texas and Oklahoma, right? Because everyone freaked out when Texas and Oklahoma were like, hey, we're going to the SEC. You, you guys remember that, right? Hey, the Big 12's dead. Like, you know, everyone in the conference is freaking out. Like, where does the Big 12 go from here? But then what did they do? They said, hold on. We're going to find our way here. And we're going to try and negotiate some stuff, right? And so, ultimately, this came down to, like, three decisions that just snowballed into your conference dying. So, yeah. again, as a reporter, like, I think that people have lost appreciation. And, again, tell me if I'm wrong in the comments section. Happy to, happy to be told. But I think people have lost appreciation for the art of quality reporting and the yes. willingness to just say, hey, well, George, you're, you're saying you've done back-of-the-envelope calculations. So... To me, what that means is you you have, in generality, some numbers that you feel pretty good about, and those calculations say X, Y, and Z at that time when he said that. Uh, so do you feel cal like do you feel confident in those, or do you not have like a, a team that like calculates all this stuff for you? Like how are you not asking those type of questions? Because the conference's viability quite literally comes down to math at that point. And yet here we are talking about back of the envelope calculations. I just, I, I, yeah, dude, it's sad that you're willing to defend a guy who for months and months and months and months and months and months and months, and months was, was a puppet. You're willing, hey, go pay for his stuff, dude. Don't give us $5. Go give it to him. He needs it more than we do. Go, go support his stuff, dude. You're a sheep. Go follow him. I, I mean, I, it quite literally could not mean less to me. 
It could mean no less to me that you call a, whatever he said, dicks or whatever. Like, yeah, he called us dicks. It doesn't matter to me, dude. It's not personal. You don't know me. I don't know you. You're the angry guy calling people names. Like, knock yourself out, homie. Like, I, I just don't care that much, to be honest with you. Uh, Cyclone Steve, to put pressure on Notre Dame, the big SEC 12 could agree to a 10 conference games and one game against the other two conferences each year. That would squeeze Notre Dame. But nobody's looking to squeeze Notre Dame. No, because what's good for Notre Dame is good for the, the rest of the juggernauts in college football. Because you got to remember, Notre Dame brings big TV numbers, so SC wants to play them. Yeah. And SC wants Notre Dame to come to the Coliseum because they sell out the Coliseum and they sell out. And we're continuing a legendary storyline. It's SC and Notre Dame. It's the, it's the, honestly, and I know Miami has not been good, but it's the shame in not doing Notre Dame and Miami. Like it's one of those things. It's why I'm so thrilled that Utah BYU is coming back, even though that's not on Notre Dame SC's level, just the regionality and that rivalry. Yes. Like, like I had someone who who is new to the state of Utah say to me, is Utah BYU really that heated? Like, do people really not talk to each other the entire week? Do people really in their own families curse each other out because they're on the opposite sides of the line when it comes to BYU and Utah? Yes, bro, that absolutely happens every single year they play. Look at church attendance in the state of Utah the Sunday morning after the, the Holy War. Dude, is it any coincidence? Come on now. Hero 75 for $5. What the conference should do is take one of the cupcake games and make it the spring game. Any cupcake should be Mac level schools or better. Yeah, you worry about injuries there, though. But injuries happen every spring, right? Yeah. Um, fake Tom Osborne for $2. GK and Canzano, biggest Pied Pipers of all time. And it just shouldn't be that way. And look, I, I think we just have to be honest. Just It's okay to say, hey, dude. Uh, John Canzano chose to build his business off the Pac-12, and that's okay. You made that decision. Quite frankly, like, if you want to be really honest about it, dude, people are such suckers for breaking news nowadays that he's benefited immensely from being a schemer in the Pac-12. Yeah. Like, that's just the reality of the situation. Now, I'm just going to tell you right now, if you're paying to go behind that paywall— you are absolutely wasting your money because everything he reports is typically a day or two behind the cycle. If you pay attention, if you're really in the cycle, he's typically just a touch watch, behind it, dude. You guys, watch the people who watch our show. Yeah. Look at the people who comment on the show and then go see what they're reporting. And what do you know? They watch our show, they report what we report, mm -hmm. and they take credit for it. Knock yourself out, man. You know where it's coming from. Like, it it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Uh, Sammy for $9.99. Explain to me why the Big 12 wouldn't offer to accept the remaining Pac-12 schools at a discount rate at first, but you can become full members based on how well you play. Because why on earth would you want to go to 22 schools? Why would you want to go? Like, this is the Big 10. Like, if you're the Big 12, do, do you really want 18, 20, 22, 24? Like, at some point, one, just making a schedule for those is, I mean, do you know how difficult that is? Well, and I think the point is, is you don't want to cap your conference out or max out your capability oh. with, again, with all due respect, with Washington State. Like, if you're going to stress your, your infrastructure as a conference, let's do it with, like, Blue Buds. Let's do it with, like, 
No doubt about it. Like, let's say the ACC was up for sale. Let's do it with Duke and North Carolina if we can. Let's do it with, like, premier, grade A, no yeah. doubt about it, TV partner type institutions. Because, again, the Big 12 TV deal doesn't even start for another year. Yeah, which everyone seems to forget about. You got to remember that. There's a long way to go here. Yeah. And capping yourself, I think every year we're going to have expansion and movement. That's just the reality of the situation now. And with the Mountain West deal coming up and with these four Pac-12 schools, I mean, it is – if you get to 20 teams, do you know how difficult it is to schedule that? Mm-hmm. Think, and, again, we all think about football and basketball. I'm talking about rowing and golf and tennis, and you got to do 20-team schedules for all of that. Yeah. It's a lot, dude. It's it's really hard and to I do. Know we have AI and we've got computers and stuff, but but again, it's more than it's more than that. Like, sure, a computer can give you a schedule, certainly, but a computer is not going to compensate for. Yeah, you know, instead of instead of avoiding that premier grade A matchup because of a travel restriction we put in the formula, let's go ahead and make that premier matchup happen. Yeah, like that's the stuff you can't you you can't account for. It, I, I just, once you get to 20, life becomes very difficult. Yeah. It becomes, in my opinion, it just becomes too arduous. Mike Smith, long way to go, short time to get there. Truck Stop Conference, Murica. Truck Stop Conference. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Truck Stop Conference. Salty drunk, or excuse me, salty drunk. You need to be cashed up to be involved in the comments these days. We get a lot. We get about 5,000 comments a show, man. Yeah, dude. Show's growing, man. And we're to, that's why I tell you guys, if you are a member of the program, your your comments get read first. Yeah, and if you're at the 999 level, you're in the group chat. You got access 24 hours a day. So yep. Archer Quick, uh, I heard a Utah fan poured beer on a BYU player's family. Yeah, you see Don't what I mean? That's, but, but like, that's Don't a great... That's, Archer? That's, what is that? 15 years ago? People will die. Yeah, dude. Like, is that not like 15 years old now? But people still talk about it because it's infamous, I hate man. Utah. I hate everything about Utah. I hate their fans. Yeah, dude. Max Hall is who we're yeah, talking dude. about. It, it's an ugly rivalry. It, it really is. And it, it's. I'm glad it's back. We need it. Mark 324... Uh, I'm going to start using Kenzano's name as an adverb, as in, that guy copied my work product. I got Kenzano'd. <laughs> hey, man. John's got sources, dude. Just ask him. Um, let's see. Jeremy Callahan is saying exactly Raider Mark. So where is Raider Mark? We have a lot We're of comments already through the today. comments section. Raider Mark says the Big 12 is a different league, but so is Nebraska. Not the same program. AM still mid. Texas underperforming and OU on a downward slide. Not the same Big 12 of 94. Program. Nebraska's the tragedy because, and we've talked about this, man. Yeah. They're irrelevant. And with Matt Rule and Trev Alberts, I think that could change. Trev Alberts, the AD, Matt Rule, the football coach. Nebraska's irrelevant. Like, it's over. Yeah, winning's the only thing that cures their issue. That's it. And I think Oklahoma, the Sooners are always going to be back. If Brett Venables doesn't turn that thing around with all 7,681 transfers <laughs> this year, I I would be stunned. We built this program on NIL. Texas, it, Texas it's cool. Everybody said, what would you say? Texas underperforms. Everybody thinks they're sliced bread. They don't underperform for TV partners, bro. No, they don't. They, and I don't disagree. And they A&M, are... hey, listen, A&M, 
I don't – you want to rip A&M and Jimbo, you're exactly right, everything you're saying. Because they're a huge dis- – he's a huge disappointment at Texas A&M. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any way to slice it. Jimbo Fisher is a massive disappointment. Yeah. It's hard to – it's hard to point to real success with Jimbo at A&M. Yeah. It, it, it's really difficult. So I, I, I agree with you. Spencer E., Gentlemen, thank you for the quality reporting during this chaos of college football realignment. You're welcome. Appreciate you, man. And we take it seriously. We work really hard, man. We 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 have worked really, really hard to build a network. Uh, Callahan, Nebraska, for example, got annihilated by Oklahoma last year. After that game, they were talking Oklahoma to the playoffs, and the rest of the Big 12 killed OU's season. Yep. That was one of the most disappointing seasons in Oklahoma history because there were expectations. Um, conference commissioner Gumby, YouTube hacks greater than Wilner and Canzano. John Wilner is not John Canzano. Yeah. And you need to understand that difference, dude. There's a difference. I'm a huge John Wilner fan. I'll stop right there. Fake Tom Osborne says, ha ha. Harry Austin says hello from the middle of nowhere, New Mexico. Hello, hey. Harry. What are you doing in New Mexico, man? Uh, conference commissioner Gumby says fat. Th- I'm Hey, dude. Fat. Fat. We're going to Hawaii November 18th, and I have, to, I have to lose 27 pounds by November 18th. Yeah. That's my goal. Can I do it? I don't know. Um, OG Gary, Canzano's a fraud. I don't – could be. Uh, Ruff's official. The Montes have reported stuff that was on CBS or The Athletic the night before. Okay. Point it out. Yeah. Examples. Point it out. Let, 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 I'm happy to – and Ruff's, again – you're paying to to always be a jerk about stuff. Like, I appreciate your membership, dude. Yeah, but... dude, stay on brand. Be a red ass in the comments. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's great. OG Gary, if you defend Kinzano, uh, FOH are probably a fraud as well. No <laughs> dude, more than... I love my boy Gary, dude. Cougar tracks, no more than 20. <laughs> no more than 20. I'm, I can't even imagine being a conference commissioner with 20 teams in my conference. That would be... I don't know how you do it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm seriously. You find a way. I'm, we're heading that direction, dude. You will find a way. Man, just the scholarship money alone. Yeah. How do you do it? Uh, Mike Smith, because they are waiting on the ACC to help build up that Eastern time zone. Well, there you go. Archer Quick, the Big Ten SEC merger will be the second only to AFC NFC merger. Could you imagine the Big Ten in the. Oh, my God. Could you imagine that? SC would never win anything, which would be great. Go Notre Dame. Well, one of my best friends is a huge SC fan. Hey, you start oh talking God. shit. Uh, Mike Smith, long way to go, short time to get there. Yes, I read that one already. I apologize. Um, old World. Old World. Your name's Old World. Uh, remaining Pac-12 president should fire Klyovkov and beg Navarez to take over. I just, what do you do? Think about where the Pac-12 is. What do you do with the Pac-12 network infrastructure? Because you have full production facilities. You have full trucks, mm-hmm. humans. Well, and I thought there was an excellent what point. What do you do with that? There was an excellent point made by Ross Dellinger today on Twitter mm-hmm. that there is a bylaw in the NCA that says a conference has two years after it's gone below eight teams, because you have to have eight teams to be a P5. So you have two years after you've gone below eight teams. So right now, 
you're on you've started that period right you're on the clock for hey how can we add teams to get back to at least eight so you need four more schools but I don't know what that process looks like with a TV relationship because even the four remaining schools I don't think are particularly thrilled about the Apple deal. And the Apple deal technically isn't even available to them right now. I, you know what I, mean? so like, I, I think I, that's I don't very know. interesting. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what the process is going to be like. Again, we've talked so much about the Mountain West. Like, if you're smart, you just go to the Mountain West for three years. Leave the Pac-12 behind. Suck it up, Buttercup. Suck it up, Buttercup, and then find your way forward. You got to have reliability yeah. on some level, man. Like you just have to have that. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. But you're not wrong, old world. Like it is, it's wild how bad the Pac-12 has been managed over the last ten years. Yeah, wild, absolutely wild. Cyclone Steve, twenty-two teams, four protected, six rotating. You play everyone every three years. Right, but it's it's not it's not football that I'm talking about. I'm talking about tennis, golf, rowing, yeah, hockey, soccer. You have, like every track and field. Yes, you have to coordinate meets for twenty members. It's thousands of events every season, dude. I and I'm talking about money logistics. Not screwing up conflicts. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you do it. How do you coordinate enough hotels for Big 12 Media Day if you have 22 teams? How do you coordinate airline travel? Yeah. How do you have a conference meeting? I mean, it's just so incredibly difficult. Can you imagine trying to get 22 sheep into the same corral? Like, I don't even know. I, I don't know. I think it's just so difficult. Yeah. Uh, Salamini. Underwater basket weaving can only handle a 16-team schedule. Seriously. Um, where where are you going to get all of the bamboo or whatever they use for baskets? Where are you going to get all that? There's only so many hay fields in Maine, boy. Mm -hmm. I have no idea where you would get it. LV Seminole, what's up? Kansas, Kentucky, UNC, Duke playing each other every year in basketball. Yes, sir. God, could you imagine? I that? want it. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, brass bulls. Uh, hey guys, you're not dicks. Wow, thank you. Uh, people take offense by what they sometimes think are harsh takes. Just because we disagree at times doesn't make us dicks. No, it's sports. It. The problem is that we don't want to hold our our heroes accountable. We don't want like, hey, if you're a fan of John Canzano. And he's reporting breaking news on something that's been in the, the, the world for a year. You should hold him accountable for that. You're paying that dude. But we don't do that here. Mm -hmm. We don't want to look, look, everybody, everybody in our business has a job to do. Yeah. And I get it. I totally understand it. Yeah. But you, you, at some point, don't you have to say to yourself, Hey, I know what I'm getting. If I turn on CNN. If yep. I turn on Fox News, if yep. I turn on MSNBC, I know which way they slant, so I know what I'm getting. Mm -hmm. Like when somebody is saying, hey, sources are telling me, and this is breaking news. Oh, by the way, it's been out there for a year. Yeah, my <coughs> sources are just telling me now. You should probably get new sources then. Yeah. You're paying that guy for that. Yeah. That's the issue. That is, and I, I look at, 
I mean, point to the like a Ross Dellinger is interesting, or a Nicole Arabach, Brett McMurphy, or Brett McMurphy, or even De- a guy <laughs> like even a guy like Jason Shear. No, no, Dennis Dodd. Dennis Dodd works for CBS, but but even maybe Jason Shear is the perfect example. That's a guy that works hard, works for himself, busts his asses. Very clearly, we live there. He's very clearly the number one Arizona guy. Yeah. Do you know how many times? I guarantee you it's happened. People will listen to Jason Shear. I think, I don't know if he does a podcast or not. He's a writer, right? I think he's so a writer. Somebody yeah. will read his, whatever portal he's on, somebody will read his message board and be like, oh, hey, I'm going to report that as breaking news. And it's like, what? what's the repercussion for that? There's Nothing. not. Because it's really hard to prove that. Yeah. But at some point, you have to you have to understand that a body of work begins to form very quickly when you do something every single time. Mm-hmm. But we won't hold those guys accountable. We'll keep we'll keep subscribing to their website, and we'll keep listening to their radio shows. Mm-hmm. It's like at what point do you stop doing that? At what point do you say this is the same guy? who allowed George Klyovkov to come on and try to crush UCLA for his own benefit. Yeah. This is the same. Like, the guy has been wrong on everything in the Pac-12. Everything. How do you keep going back to the well, man? How do you keep going back to the well? I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, all stop, no truck. Right. Exactly. Exactly right. Um, Tom Dean. Gumby chat, YouTube hacks greater than Kenzano. Okay. <laughs> Domer Wob. Oh, Domer, way to show up today. Uh, I love your show, but I have to ask, Monty, why does your sidekick sit way lower? He's old. He's got osteoporosis, bro. He's <laughs> what, shrinking. What, way, what, what am I? I feel like I'm watching Fantasy Island. Okay, reporting from down under. Um, the weather's a little different down here. Well, I just farted. Sorry. Wow, bro. Why do you got to <laughs> fart in my face? I don't know. Can you move your chair? Is Jake way lower than me? I guess you are. Can bump your chair up, Shorty. Okay, I'm going to sit way higher now, okay? How do, how do we feel now? Is that better? Is that better? Sit, sit straight up. Do I have to adjust the camera? I do because your fat head now is out of the camera. Hang on. Hang on, Domer Wop. Yeah, but see, now I got to, like, adjust my mic stand. Domer Wop like, taking over the like, channel. Dude, like, what are we doing here, dude? Come on. Yeah, there you How's that look now? Like, nope. What am I supposed gotta to do here? Got to tilt up a little bit. There, there no, you go, like, Domer. Like, hey, how about okay. that, Domer right. Wop? Yeah. Hey, there All we go. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still shorter than you. Yeah. Jakey Duels growing up right before your eyes. Yeah. What now? Let me tell you what now. Jesus. Boy, like, guys, 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 four minutes until NFL Muzak. Well, we're probably late for that. 30 minutes until we tell you who won the tickets to see Baylor and Texas at, at McLean Stadium. Waco. In Waco. That's coming up in 30 minutes. We'll also announce the game that we're giving away next Friday. Every Friday in August, we're giving away tickets. Only two more weeks for you to win. And it's been it's been fun. There's been a lot of people being creative, a lot of people. The next two weeks will be easier. The next two weeks, way easier. But that's coming up in 30 minutes after we tell you about Papa Murphy's Marinara Meatballs. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Papa Murphy's does meatballs? Oh, oh, I think you mean I do the meatballs and marinara? And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? 
Well, we do it with savory ground beef covered, covered in tangy, tangy marinara. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. And don't forget the meatballs. Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Hey, Monty. Sure you- hey, Monty. <laughs> Congratulations on growing up. You are much taller. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not lowering my chair. I will not yeah, do it. Yeah, don't lower your standards. Uh, download the Papa Murphy's app. Make sure that you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more. Everybody's texting me about Domer Watt making fun of you now. Yeah, Domer. Uh, Mrs. Monty says, oh, my God, thank you, Domer Watt, for making Jake lift his fucking chair. Seriously, Fantasy Island over here. That is not nice. (laughs) That's not nice, sir. Oh, my God. Um, My guy, RJ, who golfed with us up at uh, Canyons Uh a couple of weeks ago, up at Canyons Golf in Park City. Uh Jake's always been shorter. It pissed me off for a little while, but now I'm used to it. (laughs) God damn, bro. Is this really that much of a problem So has it really been that much of a thing? Dude, is this something like, is this a, is this a, like, dude, I, I, how has this been that much of an issue and we didn't even know about it? Like That's, that's awesome. I damn. Uh, welcome our newest member, Dennis Westwood. Yeah, Dennis. Let's go. Nothing like a little wood from the West. Dennis, yeah. thanks for joining the show. Appreciate you. JC for $5. Espanol, Calma Domonte. I don't know what that means. You almost said something nice about Fresno State. Battle of Highway 33. Josh Allen Roots, keep the 15-year cupcake upset cycle. I, I There is a perception out there that I dislike Fresno State. Why do you hate Fresno State, dude? Well, I mean, for a lot of reasons. But I'm not going to say I hate them on the show. I don't hate Fresno State. My guy is it, Chad, is it that my they guy, sit lower than you? Is no, that what it is? No, my guy Chad Hagobalobian is from Fresno, Tucky. My mother-in-law used to work in Reedley. I've eaten at many great steakhouses. Well, there's one in Fresno. But, I mean, there's good bread there. There's good wine there. There's good business done there. Fresno's a good little dude, man. Three fourths of this is inaccurate. You know. (laughs) You know. I I don't hate it. Uh, Let's see. Nate B. Here's some lunch money. Oh, thank you. $10. What makes you think my lunch costs less than $10? Um, that is rocks or or um, what's it called? Um, okay, not that motion. Not uh, that motion, you know, dude. Okay, that's enough. Stop, please. I'll move on. Rock, paper, scissors. Yes. Uh, y'all took the end of my comment way too seriously. Oh. It was meant to be playful. Oh. Last week, I paid to apologize for dubbing y'all with realignment. You guys have been on point. Okay. Okay. I, you know, waves in opposition. Okay. Uh, Love you, bro. Good to see you. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> no reset. That ten dollars. I. T- by the way. Yeah. As a golfer, you guys may understand this. I was on the driving range this morning, getting ready to play my round. Shot a seventy-six. We're not going to talk about that. Front nine was rough. Um. <laughs> I'm on the driving range. I swing my club and tore the palm of my glove off. Mm. Just tore a massive hole in the palm of my glove. Damn. So, Nate, your your Richard money will go to a new golf club. Your Richard money. It's all good, man. 
Uh, Monty sits higher because his butt is bigger. Wow. wow did you just, did you call, just call, call me fat? fat, dude? Hey, fat. man. Dude, I fat. actually... The funny thing about that is I have zero ass. Like, I... I it is a... <laughs> I am all boiler and no butthole. My like, fucking ass. Yeah, I have no ass, sir. None. <laughs> uh, Charlie Casado, could the Mountain West become a new power conference? Mm. I don't think so. I, I just don't think it has. There. Here we go. The Mountain West doesn't have enough butter for all the toast. Oh, God. I think it's an interesting question. And I think one of the, one of the Oliver Luck, because Oliver Luck, Andrew's dad. Yeah. Noted college football administrator was hired by the Pac-12 today as a consultant. Mm -hmm. I think one of the questions he has to ask is, do we join the Mountain West or does the Mountain West join us? Because I think that's a very interesting question. And I've asked a lot of people and nobody knows the answer to that question. If the Mountain West merges with the Pac-12, which is joins, still a Power 5 conference, joins the Pac-12, which is still a Power 5 conference, does Fresno Tucky become a Power 5 school? Yeah, I think so. I think it does. Yeah, I think so. And here the uh, the other obvious question is what happens to Georgie boy? You got to he I mean Well, allegedly, so allegedly he still runs the day-to-day -day operations, but he's not in the room for any of their decisions moving forward, allegedly. Right. Your, your microphone looks like it's on the verge there, kid. Yeah, it's, you know. Tighten it. It needs some, it needs some work. You know? I it don't needs... know. What, you need some work. Kyle A., great show, guys. Appreciate your hard work. Have a great weekend. Kyle, you too. Uh, have a great weekend yourself. As we talk about the very latest uh, with the Pac-12, I think it's a very interesting question about what happens with the remaining four members of the Pac-12, because we've told you repeatedly that Gloria Navarez has invited Oregon State and Washington State to join the conference. She would love to add Fresno, or excuse me, <laughs> Stanford and Cal, <laughs> and have those four in the Mountain West. But yeah. I think the real question here is, what's the right way to do that? Clearly, if you can become a P5, you want to do that. If you can you know, move to the the Mountain West to the Pac-12 and become a P5, you want to do that. But there's no way in hell I'm letting George Klyovkov run that conference. Right. There's not a chance in the world that I'm going to allow that to happen. Gloria Navarez is the operator there, not George Klyovkov. Right. But I think it makes all the sense in the world to what you were talking about with, hey, you have two years to get to eight, eight units because that's the minimum to be a P5. I'm curious if you add a bunch of G5s to four P5s, do you have a P5 conference? I think I think that is a really important question, and I think it's one that that needs to be asked. And I know Gloria, we've we have a request in for Gloria Navarez. We have not heard back on that, but mm -hmm. I would certainly think that at some point we would get an answer to that. When that answer comes, I don't know, but I think that's a really important question right now. Yeah, that's a really important question right now. Um, I, I mean, if you're Stanford and Cal, I mean, are you on board for that? You've got, again, they've got three years, full seasons left in the Mount West TV deal. I mean, I would think you're on board yeah, with that. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're the Pac-12 schools, you know, that are remaining, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think from a branding perspective, yeah, you, you'd like the Mountain West teams to, to jump under your umbrella instead of you jumping under their umbrella. The, my question would be, 
Okay, when does that when does that happen date-wise? When does that actually become effective? And then how how is the TV portion played out? Because again, the Mountain West has three years left on its TV deal. So obviously, you know, CBS Sports Network is still going to have dibs on Mountain West games yeah. if that were to happen. But at the same time, it begs the question, okay, well, since they have the CBS Sports Network contract for the Mountain West, does that get renegotiated to include the pack teams? And is that extended or is it just renegotiated just like a, a, a conference expanding, much like the Big 12 or the Big 10, let's say? I mean, That's a the, great question. Like the, these are all questions that have to be vetted out. And, and, and frankly, yeah, I do think there is some digging that needs to be done uh, on on rules around, hey, saving your conference. So we know they have two years and we know the minimum is eight teams, but we don't know what the what the uh, the classification has to be whether it is actually only applied to P5s or if it is to include G5s. Because if it includes G5s, that's a yellow brick road to survival. I'm not saying you're a great conference at that point, but at least you maintain your P5 status. At least some of your schools still have that path to the college football playoff if they're good enough. Like, there's a road there to viability on some level. So that's why I say, like, these are all questions that need to be vetted out, but... But I do think the remaining members of the Pac-12, you know, obviously have heartburn over George Klyovkov's lack of action. And I can't blame them for that. How could you? So, Well, I do think it's interesting that the, the term P5 mm-hmm. is undefined. There's no def- – if you go look in the NCAA rulebook, there is no definition for Power 5 conference. Mm-hmm. It, it is a generic term. Um, and I think one of the things that I find so interesting is there are guidelines and bylaws like, hey, you have two years to get to a minimum of eight teams mm-hmm. to have a conference championship game. I believe you have to have 10. Like, I mean, it, there's just a lot that goes into determining what's a P5 conference. And I don't think anybody has an answer for if the Mountain West, Lock, Stock, and Barrel joins the Pac-12, is that a P5 conference? Yeah. I don't think anybody knows the answer to that question. I'll be, I'll be honest with you because it, it's not something, um, you know, that, that, that you can put your thumb on. Like, I, I mean, obviously, autonomy conferences is a, a phrase and a buzzword that everybody is familiar with. Yep. And it, it is, it's just very interesting to see how that will play out. Yeah. Because to answer the question directly, I, I don't think people understand the answer to that question. Well, and I don't think college athletics have ever been in a position to have to define it, which is why everyone just kind of fallen in line. Like, like I don't think, you know, a G5, excluding San Diego State, I don't think most of those schools would want to pick a fight with a Power 5 program and try to justify their worth versus a Power 5 program. Like, I just... Yeah. I don't I, like you can say what you want about Nebraska, but that's a power five program. They're not very good in football and haven't been for a while, but that doesn't mean that they don't fit into a power five conference. The issue continues to be as the power fives eat each other. How, how, and when does that trickle down effect happen to the G five players? Because I'm telling you the mountain West is just the beginning. The other conferences at some point will be forced to be included yeah. in realignment on some level. 
Yep, I agree. All right, make sure you guys hit the like button. By the way, we're 35 subscribers away from 23,000. Dude, come on. We need to stay on track here. This needs to get done today because we want to get to 25,000 by, by week. By kickoff. Yeah, by kickoff. Yeah, two weeks from now. Yeah. So uh, if you are All not right. subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. Please give us a thumbs up. Salty Drunk says, I'm astonished how the same to topic can be regurgitated day in and day out. Well, I, I actually don't think that's what's happened. Have we talked about this for months on end? We have. But I think in the last three weeks, there's been more history made in college athletics than we've ever seen at any point in time. And by the way, what NBA news would you want to talk about? Well, and I think that is the other interesting thing for the NCAA is they've kind of had a market exclusive. Yeah. Because the only other stuff you we've really had to talk about is, hey, Aaron Rodgers is still a douchebag. Mm -hmm. Training camps are open. The preseason kicks off tonight, really kicks and off And Black tonight. Ops runs with Chris Brickley now. But there's not a whole lot to talk about. Yeah. I mean, if you look at – I think this has been one of the most vanilla baseball seasons we've seen in some time. Outside of the history that Shohei Otani's made, Yeah. I think it's been a pretty vanilla season. I think if, if you look at it this summer – the NBA has been absolutely dead silent since the draft. There has been no movement on the trade front, no movement on free agency. Like, nothing has happened. Nothing. You, and, again, I think we've had a very, very quiet July for the NFL. Once the Aaron Rodgers deal got done, what really was there to happen? Nothing, really. Even the Justin Herbert deal getting done didn't really rock the boat. Not at all. So, now that training camps are open... I think I'm surprised at the little bit of news. I mean, the biggest story in the NFL is what is when's Dalvin Cook going to sign or Joe, Joe Burrow's Burrow. leg, <laughs> Joe Burrow's calf. Like we have been in a historically significant news cycle for college football. Joseph Lee Burrow. And I think we've been talking about that. Yeah. But there's not a whole lot outside of that, that it's not like, I mean, we talk about things like Phil Mickelson gambling or Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers. You know, the the I, I, there's just not a whole lot that's been going on. Yeah, and, I, and I don't. And again, in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong. And you do need to understand that the show is going to diversify here in about two weeks, right? Like you've probably got maybe less than that, depending on what news comes out of training camp. But but you need to understand that 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 once football really gets going, then we can diversify the show. But yeah, I just don't think that you guys are interested in, in talking about NASCAR. I don't think you're interested in talking about the little league world series. That's on ESPN right now. Yeah. We're talking about yeah. the FedEx cup. Like, I just don't think that I mean, moves the needle. I don't think anybody wants to talk about Chelsea football club in their, their summer of not spending. Right. Like, so, I, but I do think this is a fascinating, I'll be honest. I love, I've always loved this conversation. I think it's a fascinating w conversation. What in the hell are you watching? Cause is it any surprise? Do you guys really think it's an accident that quarterback on Netflix came out when it came out? Do you think it's any surprise that the Manziel special came out when it came out? No, it's not a surprise. These networks, these these platforms are trying to get out their premier content right before the NFL season starts because they know what it is. Yeah. So if that, I mean, we can talk about that stuff, but I just don't think there's a lot of legs to it. Like, yeah, I watched 10 minutes of the Johnny Manziel thing last night. It's pretty provocative. It's pretty good so far. Hard Knocks was pretty good. It was a slurp job on Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Like, other than that, I just don't know what else there is. Yeah, seriously. Um, San Diego State says F the A's. 
Mike Smith says never could get into baseball. I love baseball. I my my passions, football, the NBA, baseball, hockey, like I'm I'm a sports nut. I grew up in Chicago. Yeah. One of the greatest sports cities in the world. And I I love the NBA. I I am it it may well be my number 1A, 1B, 1 it depends, obviously, on the news cycle. Nothing's going to be football for me. Um, but I love Chelsea Football Club. I love the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. I love the Bulls. I love the Black. Like, I'm a passionate fan. But it has been a, a slow march to busy season. And by the way, it should be said, you know, I don't believe in doing what everyone else is doing, which is, all right, let's rank the top 10 point guards in the NBA. Yeah, like, we don't I, do that. I, don't, I just don't believe in doing that. Like, what's the point? Force goes Fabio. They're playing baseball. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, Salty Drunk says, I'm up for soccer at this point. Oh, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. Uh, Salty is going to be pissed because he left the chat for a few minutes. Yeah. I, I mean, I just think we're, we talk about the biggest stories in sports, period. Mm -hmm. You want me to talk about the Little League World Series? Let me talk about the FedEx Cup. I've been watching golf all day long. Mm -hmm. I played three hours of golf this morning, came in here, watched golf, prepped for the show, called a bunch of dudes about college football, texted with a bunch of dudes, and we're talking college football. Yeah. And in 13 minutes, we're going to tell you who's going to watch a college football game in, at McLean Stadium in Baylor. Mm -hmm. You know. Boyd Lake says, I'm, I'd be happy talking NFL preseason. We can do that. But let me ask you. And I'm being serious. What really is there to talk about with the preseason? I mean, yeah, there's some injuries here and there. Yeah, C.J. Stroud looked like crap. Yeah, but are we surprised? No, not really. It's his first game. Like, I, I just don't know, like, w what's the big thing right now? Yeah, I mean, the FIBAs, I mean, we could talk about Rudy Gobert shooting threes again, which... Yeah, we can talk about that. No, no. The annual Ben Simmons Rudy Gobert three point video came out. Yeah, great. I'm I'm glad his three point percentage is going to go up by point ten percent. It won't. Mike Smith says a Rod QAnon exactly. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby baseball greater than soccer. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I just don't think people appreciate what baseball is about or or appreciate the game for what it's for. Like no, and, and, and that's why we don't talk about. It. But I'd love to talk baseball, man. This. Dude, the 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 Tim Anderson fight was iconic, dude. That that watching him get knocked the f out was incredible. Love it. Boyd Lake says the sappy love affair between Aaron Rodgers and the Jets fans could be. Nick M says when talk shifts to golf, soccer, NBA, I'm out. Waste of time. That's what I mean. So what? So what are we supposed to? What are we supposed to do? Yeah. Too much gravy for the biscuits. Chubby girls work the shrimp. Uh. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, you know. Um, you know, uh, two holes. You're wrong. Conference commissioner Gumby says on um, what Ruben Reyes says, if the mountain West merge with the pack, do some teams get left out like uh UNM and San Jose state? No, I, I don't think at all. I think New Mexico and San Jose state, San Jose state's a really good program. I, I don't. And by the way, that delivers you a huge market. Mm -hmm. Now, if you get Stanford and Cal, you get the same market, but I don't think you're leaving anybody out. Yeah. I I wouldn't think so anyway. No, I mean I don't I don't I because the Mountain West for that? look the the Mountain West yeah the Mountain West is not going to merge with you 
if there's contingencies around who can come with and who can. I mean, that's just not going to happen. By the way, Gonzaga is still very quiet. Yeah. Anybody notice that? Where's UConn going? Very quiet. Yeah. Telling UConn, UConn belongs in the ACC. I'm telling you that now. I am telling you that now. Domer Wop. I disagree with Salty Drunk. Each day you've brought so much non-fake intel to college football. It's truly impressive. Trying, bro. Thank you, Domer. I will, I will wait for the day that we have a real coach at Notre Dame. Don't get me started. That's never going to happen. You know. Uh, Chad Masters, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> How about Messi being Messi? We talked about Messi on this show. Yeah, I mean, I think that's been great. For uh, Has that not worked out as best as it possibly could for MLS? Hey, how come the Cubs game's not on? Oh, it's on Apple TV. Oh. You know. Oh, Apple TV game of the week. My ass, dude. Oh. oh. You know. Uh, for AAR, Aaron Rodgers in New York City. Actually, it works. Well, I don't know that I can say it worked yet. I, I, I do. I will say this. I love that his offensive line's coming out talking about how, yeah, we went, you know, three and out, two two possessions in a row in a two-minute setting in practice, and that was incredibly disappointing. That's not good enough. I love that, and I think, you know, obviously Aaron's helped the culture. From that perspective, it works. Yeah, but I think it, it only works in the big picture if they win. And winning in this first year, to me, is an AFC championship game appearance. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. Now people are DMing me with topics to talk about. You guys, we have a fuck ton of topics. It's not that we don't... Okay, well, what are the topic ideas? I mean, are the topic ideas even good? Golf. Talk about Phil Mickelson's betting. We no, did we did yesterday, yesterday. bro. Tune in. Come on now. Tom <clears throat> Dean is oddly obsessed with my butt. Uh, fat Bottom Monty's makes the world go round. Tom, you're getting a little weird now, dude. And again, if I had any kind of ass, I would strut. Hugh Janus. Dude, as I've said, I wear a size 15 shoe. It means absolutely nothing. Hiscock. I have got... <laughs> I, dude, if I had the Kardashian in back, I would show you, but I don't. You got to get stroked. Like, I, well, yeah, but Mrs. Monty's using a magnifying glass over here, okay? Like, I'm telling you right um. now... Okay, well, that's probably a bit much. I'm telling you right now, I just, I don't have junk in the trunk. I, it's ne you watch my golf videos, bro. <laughs> Look how flat my ass. You think I don't notice how flat that and all my clothes are 10 sizes too big right now. I, I had on, I was trying to contribute to the water table last weekend <laughs> while playing golf. <laughs> my shorts are so big. By the way, right now, all of my pants, I don't have to unbutton or unzip my pants to put them on and off. So it's cheap hotel status. And, it, well, but again, I'm not getting into it. The point is, <laughs> the point is, I'm trying to hold my pants up, hold a driver, and take a leak last week. It was a calamity of errors. <laughs> but I will say this real quick on golf. Yeah. I tuned my driver because PXG, which is my go-to, gives you a tool. Every club does it. I get it. But I was talking to a PXG rep, and I said, hey, I'm struggling with this. And he, this, this guy, he's a PXG yeah, rep guy. in Miami, yeah. said, hey, why don't you tune your driver and put it to minus one and a half, which closes the club face a little bit. Dude, I hit the hell out of my driver today. 
Uh, and if, I swear, if I go to Canyons Golf in Park City tomorrow where you have to drive the ball really well, and I don't drive it, well, I am going to... That's what fucking takes me to fuck off! I am going to kick a Mormon. <laughs> I will do it. I won't. I'm kidding. But yeah, I hit the driver really well today. You know. Uh, Force Ghost uh, Fabio. Anthony Joshua versus late sub Robert Hellenius tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, how, how have we missed that one? Dude. Rene Roca, I agree. I'm not interested in any of that. Uh, too much gravy for my biscuits says, let's talk about Jakey Two-Hole's girlfriend. Stay hard. Uh, probably not. Boyd Lake, the U.S. women's national team losing their butts to Sweden. Uh, no. Because oh, everybody will make it political. Man, everyone will get all pissy, and so we can't talk about That's the other thing, dude. We're, we're limited by that in some respect. Trust me, dude. Bro, if I could do a show about all the stuff happening in the world, not just po- politics, like just stuff happening in the world, if we could just do a show where the entire slate of topics was, hey, uh, Ukraine drones, uh, Biden this, Donnie that, uh, Nancy Pelosi this, uh, Phil Mickelson that, U.S. Women's National Team this. Like, dude, the topics are endless in that sense. But we don't do that because you guys don't come to the show for that. So we don't want to piss you off by talking about some dramatic thing. Mike Logan in the... Uh... In the members only Instagram chat. Yeah. Man, didn't notice Jake sitting lower till Domer Wop mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Domer Wop. Domer Wop dominating the show. Absolute legendary comment. Yeah, why do you sit so much lower? It annoys me. Hysterical. Uh Ruff's official says who wants to talk about college football conferences every single day? At least Canzano talks about sports. Yeah, there you I mean, go. his coverage of Damian Lillard, who was, you know, who he told you was going to get traded to Miami, man, that really worked out well for him. I'm saying. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, the Tanner, the Tanner Lorian. Dude, don't, don't, don't provoke the super soaker, dude. It's the Norman show, Gumby. Go yeah. Strohs, Boyd Lake says. Okay. Uh, Jake Allison, I always want to talk about Chelsea FC. Is this deal going to happen? Also, go Pokes and... Uh, keep the blue flag flying high. It's He's not a $100 million player. No, he's not. Chelsea are in a midfield battle with Liverpool for a player that... The problem is this, this cat wants to play for Chelsea. Chelsea wants this cat to play for Chelsea. But his club right now does not want to essentially trade him to Chelsea because Liverpool offered 110 million, Chelsea's offered 100. And so, yeah, is this going to happen? I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh do I think it will? I actually don't, and I hope it doesn't cuz you don't pay 110 million dollars for a midfielder. You 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 just don't do that Texas and it's me. frustrating AF. Yeah. There's your Chelsea football talk for the day. Excellent. He's not a $100 million player. He's just not. Uh, Tom Dean for $2. Other topics, pee bottle, bidet, straw, and time zones. <laughs> there you go. I don't disagree. Oh, uh, three minutes until we announce our winner. Uh, Mr. Downtown for $2. Big 10, biggest mistake is not expanding to Texas. Get TCU. TCU is not available. You may know this or not. And I'm not, hey, you know what, Mr. Downtown? I'm not trying to tell you anything you don't know. TCU's um, in a conference, and they just signed a grant to rights that I think is pretty bulletproof. 
So TCU's Just not saying. available. SMU's available. Uh, Domer Wob gives us $20 and says, love you, Paisan. Yeah, Domer. Yeah. Oh, where's, where's the Italian? Where's the cannolis? Yeah. Uh, Wayne S. for $10. Eventually, the top-grossing program will demand their own tier. NCAA and conferences may be on borrowed time. Money moves the needle. Love the show. New here. Thanks, Wayne. You're not I, wrong, bro. I will continue to say, grant of rights are a dying breed. Yes. They're a dying breed. And I'm telling you, at some point, one of these universities is going to grow a set, and they're going to be like, hey, all our games are on Amazon Prime Sports. Notre Dame just did a $100 million deal with Amazon Prime Sports or Alabama or, you know, hey, Florida State, they're so great. Well, yeah, they're such a huge brand. $100 million a year from Amazon Prime oh, Sports. God. And you get a docu-series, a daily content, all that stuff. Yeah. Somebody's going to do it. And it's going to have to be Michigan, Ohio, or the Ohio State. The Buckeyes. Somebody. Yeah. Yep. Somebody big. Georgia. Although, from what I understand, they would, I mean, the speeding tickets probably cashes them out of that market. Yeah, but, but, you know, (laughs) SRT is going to pay for all that. The super speeders. Yeah. What a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Uh, Hella Billy says, who you got winning the Sun Belt, you know? We're not talking about the Sun Belt. San Diego State Aztec Warriors. San Diego State Soccer and I believe a couple of other non-major sports already play in the Pac-4. Wonder what happens there. We shall see. I think you're going to get a merger. Yeah. And I do think there is common sense in a rebuilt, rebranded Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, you just need to bring unity out west. That's what it is, because you have unity through the rest of the country in college athletics. I don't, but the, I I think if you merge with the Mountain West, it's the Mountain West Pac-12. It's not the Pac-12, because I can't believe George Kleofskock keeps his job. Uh, shout out to Jerry Gibbons, our newest member. Yeah, Jerry, what's up? Let's go. All right, you guys, is it that time? That time, where we bro. update you on how many subs we have we have nine we have 30 subscribers dude, come we need on, you dude, guys come through 30 subscribers is all we need to get to twenty three thousand. while you're hitting the subscribe button and while you're giving us a thumbs up let's announce the winner uh of our giveaway for texas at baylor baylor coming up on september 23rd presented by our friends at triday trading tridaytrading.com Slash Monty, get your $10 30-day trial membership at TridayTrading.com. If you didn't make $1,000 today at work, mm-hmm. if you look at all these stories about these companies forcing you to go back in the office and you're pissed off about it, TridayTrading.com. Become a prolific day trader and it costs you $10. Get a $10 30-day trial membership, TridayTrading.com. Slash Monty, make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Jake, who is our winner? Uh, our winner is Bryce Martin. Ho-ho! Let's go, baby. Bryce Martin. <laughs> Congratulations, Bryce Martin. Um, there were 56 entries. Bryce Martin was pulled out this morning. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Whoa. Whoa. This is a family program. Bryce Martin was the winner. Uh, he told us it's his birthday that game. Uh-huh. Bryce, yep. happy birthday. DM Bryce me. Martin, you are going to see Texas at Baylor on September 23rd. Make sure that you DM Jake 
SLC Jake. Do it. SLC Jake on Twitter or Instagram. Make sure you hit him up. Congratulations, Bryce. We appreciate you supporting the showroom. Way to go. And now, without further ado, shall we announce the next, the third ticket giveaway? Yeah. Oregon at Texas Tech on September 9th, mm-hmm. presented by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. This was the third most requested game. Yes. Of all the games that we asked, because we asked you guys a couple of weeks ago, hey, what games do you, are the big games do you want to see? Mm-hmm. This was one of the most asked about games. Oregon and Texas Tech, September 9th in Lubbock. Lubbock. Hey, Lubbock. Uh, Joey McGuire and the boys. Ducks are coming to town. Is it going to be duck hunting? Or is Oregon going to uh, get Quack their first quality their win? Yeah, Quack their way to victory. Oh, see what we did there? Uh, it's a huge game. Yeah. By any measure, it's a huge game. All you have to do to qualify to win a pair of tickets to Oregon at Texas Tech, uh, buy some bucked up. Interact with bucked up. GetItBuckedUp.com, the official energy provider of the Monty Show. Mm-hmm. Maybe just go to BuckedUp.com and get some uh, Buckshot yeah. and use the promo code Monty20 to get 20% off at checkout and get yourself some Buckshot. Do it. There it is. I hit it. It's clean, long-lasting energy. You guys, the thing I always tell you this every day. The thing I love about Bucked Up their products just work. They do what they say they're going to do. So if you're a pre-workout guy, buckedup.com. If you are a protein guy, they're whey protein isolate, buckedup.com, the best in the business. Their buck bars, the best in the business. Their energy drinks, you see them sitting here every single day. Miami, zero sugar. I love it. It tastes awesome. I'm a mango tango guy as well, buckedup.com. You can get cases at walmart.com. Interact with Bucked Up. Show us you bought the product. Show us you got samples no matter what, no matter how. All you have to do is take a screenshot, tag us on Twitter or Instagram, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show, or Little Shorty over there is yeah. SLC Jake. Yeah. All you have to do is show us that you got yourself some bucked up. Get bucked up, and you get yourself a pair of tickets to see Oregon at Texas Tech on September 9th, it is a massive, massive game. Don't say we didn't do anything for you. Dude, come on, you guys. If there are tickets, these are the tickets come of on. tickets. Come on. These are the tickets of tickets. These are great tickets. I am stoked about it. I know a lot of people wanted to. Salamini says, I'm getting bucked up and sending a video on Twitter. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. And by the way, again. Bucked up is a really easy way to get entered, right? I mean, this is not difficult. This is not hard nor expensive. It's not expensive. I don't want any excuses, and I want max creativity. I am going to be picky on this one. I want Ooh, creativity. Jake is threatening people. I want creativity, man. I want people to work for it, dude. Yeah. Like we're asking you, we're asking you to spend five bucks or three bucks on a can, and I want you to be creative with it, dude. I'm talking about signs and shirts and whatever, dude. Like, just get creative with it. I'm telling you now. This is not hard to do. Uh, Rick G says, my son's birthday is September 9th. Better get bucked up. Let's go. Get bucked up. Better get bucked up. Uh, Bryce Martin says, did I win the tickets? Oh, Bryce, yes, you did. Congratulations, Bryce. You are going to see (laughs) 
What do you mean? Hold up. Did you did you just? You mean to tell me that you don't know you won the tickets right now? You mean to tell me you rolled up three minutes after we said you won the tickets? Come on now. Texas at Baylor, September 23rd. Bryce, you won a pair of tickets to go to see that game, my man. DM me, bro. Congratulations. Um, I it, This is not difficult. Um, <laughs> Mike Smith says, yes, Bryce, you won the tickets. <laughs> oh, God. Why do you... You need to change your name, sir. The Come Mike on. Leach... Meteorological Society. Let's go! As a fan of the show, I'd support you talking about a variety of topics, even if unrelated to sports, Oregon, and tech. Guns up. Pew, pew! Yeah, dude. That's a good one. We talk about a lot of topics. Usually our non-sports topics are in the last hour of the show, but we do football, basketball. We're in a slow season. Yeah, we're in the slow season, man. Come on now. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Martin, but I've been at Water Park and just got on. Ooh, you were at the Water Park. I like it. You were at the Water Park. Nice, dude. Salamini is getting an enema with bucked up creative. I cannot tell getting you to do an that. Getting enema with bucked up. You know, <laughs> you know. Bryce Martin says, hell yeah, thanks, guys. You are the greatest. We are the greatest. We know. We, we know. We know. Thank I'll you. be seminal. You want creativity? I'll get a can of bucked up Miami and get a selfie with George Klyovkov signing on an autograph for me on the back of an envelope. That would be that unbelievable. That would be an all-timer, dude. That's probably an auto win. Back of the envelope calculations. You know. Uh, Gary Wolf says, shh, be very, very quiet. I'm hunting dogs. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Mark 324, game at Baylor, pack a flask. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Aaron Wilson, I need these fugging tech tickets. <laughs> yes, you do. Laura Weiss, that tech game with Oregon is sold out, so this is a great prize. There that, you go. Trying to tell you guys, dude. Trying to tell you guys. We're, we're not going halfway, man. Wet blanket. I want to thank the person that gave me a membership. My old just expired. Thanks. Well, thanks, wet blanket. We're glad you're here. How about a new member on the show, Matt Merle? Yeah, man. Let's do some Merling. Let's go. Look at us giving you guys tickets and stuff. Get Let's us go. to 23,000. We're at 22,975. Just 25 away from 23,000. Drew Money says, did you guys see what's going on in Hawaii? Yeah. Unfortunately, we have. And it's a bummer. Because we go to, we go to Maui every year. And this year, oddly, we chose to go to Oahu, and we are actually going over Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's just, it's, the people of Maui are spectacular. <sighs> yeah. Spectacular. Um, Conference Commissioner Gummy using bucked up in lieu of bong water. You can do Excuse that. Excuse me, bong water? I mean, if that's what you want to go, if that's what you want to do. Uh, where's the SMU versus Bis Bishop Sycamore tickets? Yeah, you know, um, yeah, mm. They sold were out. Sold out that day. Sold out. Yeah. Uh, it's you know fair. Like these days? Only going to say it once today. Merch. Working we're on working it. Working on it, dude. Working on it. My fucking ass. Bryce Martin, old enough to have two kids that want to go to the water park before school. Love it. Love it, dude. Love it. Lee Jensen, what's up, Lee? Petition to have a fart noise played every single time Monty says comment dump. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Could be. Uh, it's fair. I need some Kansas Jayhawk tickets. Well, Ticketmaster. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Northeast Ohio, bless the state fan. 
Breaking news in pro wrestling, Triple H removed from WWE Board of Directors. Hmm. That company is in disarray, dude. Yeah. Mark Hales, how are you, Mark Hales? Good to see you. Jakey only goes halfway. What the hell does that even mean? I don't want to know. What What does that mean, bro? Uh, Mark324 just got my uh, Notre Dame at Stanford tickets. Uh, it'll be like going to a wake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the, bro. the farm is not historically sold out. Matt Merle, not a new member, just upgraded. Let's go, Let's go DM Jake. Baby. DM Jake. SLC Jake. He'll get you into our, uh, our Instagram ex- uh, members only group. Uh, Mark Hale says, going halfway, that brings up soaking discussions we used to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you guys are? Oh, my God. Do you remember the shows in the basement? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Gumby says, uh, Triple H has always been overrated. DX was never overrated. Maury Alvarez, our favorite Floridian. It's duck season. No, it's wabbit season. That game is going to be lit, isn't yeah, it, though? Yeah, it is, dude. Maury, you ain't, you ain't wrong. Uh, Mike Smith raided Vince, McMahon, Vince McMahon's house last week. Yeah, they did. There is whatever's going on, dude. Wrestling wrestling has always been awesome. Yeah. But, dude, it's dirty as hell. It is. It is dirty as hell. There's always something going on, Always. Dude. Always. Always. Salty Drunk says, get the golden straw out, Ruffs. LOL. What did Ruffs say? Uh, the fanboys can't wait for the celebrity gossip and fast food topics. Well, that's what makes the world go round. That's called having fun. Which you know nothing about, clearly. Ron Loney says, yes, merch. We're working on it. I promise you we're working on it. Uh, Ron Nolan, good job, Bryce. Uh, the Todd father, not to ruin the surprise, but all the merch comes in black. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Adam Salamini. The Monty Show Kliav cock socks. I, I, how did you know? Yeah, I don't. I mean, wow. His cock. Why is it? Why does it? It's so funny to me that people still notice all I ever wear is black. All I own, you guys, is black T-shirts. Yeah, buddy's got like ten of them in his closet. More than that. Yeah, I've got black and then what T-shirts. What do you say? The polos. one day you roll up in a blue polo, you're like, yeah, I hate how this makes me look. I hate I, this shirt. Guy comes in next day with black, and he's like, yeah, I look good, dude. I have black. Everything, but I have red polos, blue polos, blue and black polos. God, you haven't worn red, and I don't remember how long, dude. It it is. You want to talk about real? I I losing weight is a frustrating experience. I was thinking about it this morning, playing golf, being all pissed off at myself <laughs> because as I've lost weight, I do think my iron swing has gotten better. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. Like. It, it is it is so incredibly easy to gain weight and so incredibly difficult to lose it. And having lost however many pounds now, like, you know, the funny thing is I weighed myself when I got home from Galf this morning. And I was in between two pounds. Like, I was, I was a particular 0.6. I never talk mm-hmm. about how much I weigh. I was a particular 0.6 or 0.8, and I was like, so am I the – the higher or the lower? And my wife's like, yeah, just round up. And so I rounded up. 27 pounds to go until Hawaii, November 18th. Yeah. I got to lose 27 pounds by November 18th. Mm-hmm. I should be able to do that. Yeah. You know, like you you look at it, November, let's, what is it? August, September, October, 30, 90 days, three months, 12 weeks. Got to lose 27 pounds in 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. That's like two and a half, three pounds a week. Got to get after it, man. Got to get after it. 
Simple as that. But yeah, I look at my clothing. Are you kidding me? It's all I wear. It's absolutely all I wear. So, you know. Uh, It's Fair says, I'm on the weight loss medication and I can confirm how hard it is to lose weight. Good job for everyone who continues the effort. Are you, what medication can I ask? Oz- what medic- are you on Ozempic? I don't think I could do it. I don't Ozempic think I could do it. Ozempic is hot right now, dude. People are all about it. Uh, Boyd Lake. Tommy Brady has a new girlfriend, Irina Shahai. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. Plenty to talk about. Uh, she is a tasty beverage. Yeah. She is a tasty beverage. There's no doubt about that. Um, Let's see. You know the funny thing about where comment dump. Oh, hang on. Okay, there I, was a I com- forgot that was a new that was a new thing. Now I think it. I can't remember who said it. Um, somebody said this is a WWE crowd. You're here every day. I think it was Ruffs. You're here every day. Yeah. Salty drunk padlock the refrigerator. Au contraire. It's not the it's not the food that's the problem. Mm-hmm. It's it's activity. And when you work 12-something hours, I get up at 5 o'clock pretty much every day, right? Like, and I'm either golfing or I, I am the guy who I need to be regimented. Yeah. And so I golf. I try to golf five days a week, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But that's not rounds. No, that's driving range. But anytime I do anything golf, it's 1,000 calories burned. Like, mm-hmm. if I go to the driving range for 90 minutes, that's like 1,500 calories. If I play 18, that's about 2,200 calories I burn, according to my watch. So take that for what it's worth. And when I play golf or do a golf activity five days a week, I lose two and a half pounds every week. Simple as that. So what I have to do now is Monday and Wednesday, I I need to go to the gym and do workout. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I need to play golf. Yeah. And then when it gets too cold or whatever, I need to go down south and play golf in St. George and Mesquite. Yeah. Or go to Hawaii and play golf. Like you just have to be active. Yeah. And you can't eat like an idiot, but I don't. Like my wife is has been on this farm to table run. Yeah. She had a subscription farm to table and it's been amazing. Yeah. It has been amazing. Ron Loney says that clothing is all you wear, Monty. Well, you know me. It's fair, says the VA pays for it, luckily. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Mike Maples. How much is two holes bringing in now that he can put Wilner and Canzano back on the street? Pimping ain't easy. Believe that. I think that's what he tried to say there. Okay. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. You know. It is. Uh, the Todd father. Trust me, the 16-8 diet works. You mean intermittent fasting? Intermittent fasting, yeah. You know, the funny thing is when I play golf, I don't I don't eat breakfast. Yeah. I have usually like I usually eat around it depends. If my wife makes dinner. Man, I got home last night. My wife made turkey burgers. Tell this this is yeah, tell this story about what you told me about making dinner versus, you know. So my wife I get home last night. Yeah. And my wife has this unbelievable dinner ready for me. Right. And what'd like, you say to me before you left? What'd you say? You said, Hey, dude. I'm not. I'm not going to the range tonight because she made this awesome dinner, and admittedly, it looked bomb. It was. Bomb. It was un- incredible. It was. I wouldn't have gone to the range either. So I get home and we eat this amazing dinner, and my wife says, "I feel bad. I made dinner. If you want to go to the range, you just need to tell me that." Like, I- what is the what is the balance between going to the range and getting time? I would much rather sit in my hot tub with my wife and just talk about the day. Yeah. 
but my golf game doesn't improve if I don't go to the range. Right. It, it just does not. I lose I lose my iron swing so easily. I It usually takes me 10 warm-up swings, and I can hit my driver and my three-wood. And, but my iron swing goes away. Mm-hmm. If I don't if I don't go to the range a couple times a week before I play, my iron swing goes away. So I have to really work on it. Cause like I played 18 today and the the I spent the first hour before that at the range and my iron swing was fine today. Yeah. My three wood was my problem today. I had a fuck. Yeah. Death I love the three wood, but sometimes I just can't hit it. Yeah. But the balance is I'd rather spend quality time with my wife than go to the driving range. Mm-hmm. There is no question about that. It's not even close. It is. It, I mean, it's not a conversation. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah. Uh, let's see. CL34 NBA radio did a let's rank the top 10 sidekicks on NBA teams. Dude. Cause there's nothing going on. <laughs> Too much gravy says, can we get Mrs. Monty on? She's a highfalutin big time corporate person. And that's the truth. I mean, that's why she doesn't come on the show anymore. Biscuits says uh, boats and hoes. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, I mean, you know. You boats and hoes. One, marry one, kill you know. one. Go. Uh, let's see. The Mike Leach Meteorological Society says, try changing my name to MLMS. You didn't get it. Yeah, now I pay for that. Every, every <laughs> You know. Um, let's see. Did I already say this one? I think I did. Um, but new member of the show, Matthew Spence. Let's go, baby. Thank you, Matthew. Appreciate you. Thank Everybody who's a member of the show, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Uh, Friday on the Monty Show, as always, this hour, the show is presented by our good friends at Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road. Of course, they also have their store in uh, St. George. <laughs> Dudes, I'm ready for cold weather and golf in St. George. I am ready. Mm-hmm. Ready. Mm-hmm. I am ready to go up to Canyons Resort, play some golf in 50-degree weather, come down, Go to Super Chicks, get my deluxe chicken sandwich with extra pickles. Mm-hmm. I I lo- I'm telling you, if you have not been to Super Chicks yet, you're missing out. Get to Super Chicks on Riverdale Road in Ogden. Order the deluxe, extra pickles. And the best thing about Super Chicks is all of their food is always fresh. So you're not getting frozen chicken breasts that's already breaded from a factory. At Super Chicks, their chicken breast is never frozen, always fresh. And it's always breast, a full chicken breast. They bread it in-house or you can get it grilled. Um, but they have their crispy chicken sandwich, their produce, their lettuce, tomato, pickles, onions, always fresh, chopped in-house. Their buns are amazing. Their fries are amazing. You guessed it. Always fresh, chopped in-house. Their sauce is always free. Like, it's just the best chicken sandwich in the business at Super Chicks in Ogden on Riverdale Road. Or you can check them out also in uh, St. George. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Brad says Premier Lacrosse League is in full swing and coming to Utah August 25th and 26th. <gasps> Premier Lacro- Lacrosse is actually fun. Yeah. Um, LV Seminole, how many subs we at? Yeah, good, good, good question there, dude. Good question. Nine, se- 976. Slow day, man. Slow day. I'd love to get to 23,000 during the show. Yeah. If you're not subscribed, how many likes do we have today? We have kind of a slow show. We've only had 6,000 views today, 242 likes. So if you haven't hit the like button, please do that. I appreciate you doing that. Um, Conference Commissioner Gummy, can I substitute Super Chicks for Los Polos Hermanos Breakfast Burritos? Oh, my God, a breakfast burrito sounds so good. Dude, bravocado, fried egg, potato, cheese. 
Uh, Matt Riley, I miss St. George. Haven't been since my grandparents passed. Need to take my kids to see Foremaster Ridge and the Old Ranch. My grandparents' last name was Foremaster. Oh, dude. That's you got to do dude. that. Yeah, that's awesome. You got to do that. Isn't it? But be thankful. It's You know, it's funny. I've had a couple of people in the last couple of weeks who've lost people close to them. And one of the things I think sometimes is the memories are never going to be a replacement, but man, yeah, they're enough because they're all you have. And I think sometimes when you have a, you can take your kids to see the ranch or St. George becomes a special place for you, dude. It's so meaningful. Yeah, it is so meaningful. Nothing replaces that loss, but man, the memories are so meaningful. Yes, it is. And I hate Facebook with a passion, but man, I do love the Facebook fe- uh, memory feature. I will say that. I do love it. Uh, I'm a huge fan of it. Adam Salamini. Cricket. Can we talk cricket? I was looking at a no. dude's batting stance in cricket today, and I wish I had tried to play cricket. Where is the Italian? I would love to. Uh, salty Drunk, can we talk college football now, please? <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bro. Wet Blanket says Super Chicks. Yeah, Super Chicks is legit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, football 50. We've been talking about, you know, it's fine. Matthew Spence, why does everyone talk about Notre Dame joining a conference? They'll never join a conference. They love their independence and the money from NBC and a national, um, they're national, not regional. The only reason Notre Dame joins a conference, they don't have access to the college football playoff. That's not going to happen anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, They can't get a TV deal. That's not going to happen anytime soon. Or they can't schedule games. That's probably a decade away. Yeah. So they have no impetus to join a conference for football. Mm -hmm. And if they were, I think it's only the Big Ten. But why would you? They're probably going to get $75 million a year for five years from NBC. Yeah, and they're not a team that's going to get left out of conference realignment. You know, I mean, that's a valuable brand. And they could get $50 million a year from NBC and still be one of the richest pro- athletic programs in the country. Yeah. I mean, they make, they print money in South Bend. Yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. Uh, Matt Riley spent Easter's and Thanksgiving there, have great memories. Isn't it amazing yeah. how important those memories are now? Like, it is, it's huge, huge. Mike Smith, Facebook is great to find old military friends. I bet. Okay, here's one we can talk about. Mm -hmm. Elon versus Zuckerberg. Where do you come down on this? Because there's a difference of opinion, but it seems like Elon Musk announced on Twitter today that he is going to fight Mark Zuckerberg in an MMA-style fight. In Rome, Italy. Italy. Where's the Italian? Yeah. In Rome, Italy. Where's the Italian? And he has said and hinted at the Colosseum. That the Italian arts authority is going to give him the ability to host a fight at the Colosseum. Now, Mark Zuckerberg says, I'm not doing it unless the UFC promotes and oversees it. Elon Musk says that's not going to happen. And Elon says they're only going to stream it on Facebook, Meta, or X, Twitter. X. If UFC's involved, it's a pay-for-view, and ESPN's going to get the fight. Yeah. Who are you rooting for? Uh, 
I'm not rooting for either of these two guys. Do you I, hate I, them both? I do hate them both. I think I think Elon's made a huge mistake in judgment with X. I think Zuckerberg is he's just a schemer, dude. Zuckerberg is the guy that 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 he's just the weird guy in the room that happened to launch a social media company right at the right time and in the right place and you know, made billions on that. And that's great. I don't begrudge him for that, but that doesn't mean I have to like you, you know? And and I think that you know, the idea that that we need to host fights in the Coliseum because you like yourself a lot, to me, is ridiculous. I, I I understand for them why it would be cool having a having a fight, but I would much rather have a UFC fight in the Coliseum than Elon and Zuckerberg. Who cares? Yeah. Like I'm that guy. I, I don't care. I won't watch. It's not something I'll follow. And the only thing I'll see on it is the the waves and aftermath on Twitter. That's it. Like, I, it's not something where I'm like, yeah, wow, I really got to turn on two douchebags fighting in the Coliseum. Like, it's not, I'm not interested in that. Now, if you said they were fighting to the death with swords and shields, okay, that'd be okay. a little different. Okay. Now, now, now we got to talk about now, this, Now man. at least I benefit from, from one of these guys, you know, taking a beating. But I, it's not, it, it, it just doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't move the needle for me. I, at least with the UFC, I can get down with a good fight. I can appreciate... And and I and look, I know there's the whole, you know, concussion thing and brain damage conversation. Totally get it. But yeah. these guys sign up for that. They know what they're getting into. And that's why I'm okay with it. If you know what it is and you still do it, that's on you, dude. I so, actually don't know. I don't know who I would root for. I don't I, I might be with you that I might not root for anybody. Yeah, I just don't think I'm not like, oh my God, like I gotta watch. Like legit. I just don't think it. It's not the the geography portion is what would get people there, but the fight quality is so poor. Like this Jake Paul Nate Diaz fight, I think is more interesting than Elon and Zuck. And the bigger problem is now if it's on pay per view, you can watch it for free on like, um, oh my god, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Everybody streams them on TikTok, right? So I would never pay for it. I don't know that I would root for either one of those dudes. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't root for them as much as I root for Mike Rayner, who just gave away 10 gifted memberships. Hello. Hey! Let's go, Mike! Mike, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. But I don't think I'd be rooting for either one of them. Right? It, 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 it just it, it feels odd to me. Yeah. I don't dislike necessarily Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I... I am not a Mark Zuckerberg guy. No. But I can't say I'm an Elon Musk guy either. I don't, I'm not a huge Tesla guy. I like what he does with SpaceX. Not a Tesla guy. SpaceX is cool, but I don't think SpaceX has a thing until they figure out the moon or Mars. I, those are the two things. Now, hey, Russia went to the moon, by the way. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. I don't know. I don't dislike. I don't know. I just think it's interesting that these two dudes are going to punch each other in the face. And I don't understand why. Yeah. Like, do you guys dislike each other that much? I, I, I don't understand. Dislike, like, what's the... They dislike each other enough to make money on it. Well, you know. Yeah, I. you know, it's fair. That's true. The egos on these guys. It's amazing. Yeah, dude. It is amazing. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gummy says the real winner is Tom from MySpace. <laughs> Truth. Travis Stillman says the creeper billionaire fight of the century. It doesn't feel normal to me. Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't. J-Rod, uh, Musk versus Zuck. No matter who wins, we all lose. Facts. 
I know, but why do people hate Elon Musk? Because he's just, he's a front runner. He likes himself too much. Like, that's why he's in the conundrum he's in with Twitter, dude. Like, the whole he, X sign on top of the building never, is a perfect ne- example. He never wanted to buy Twitter. Yeah, well, he I didn't don't want believe to buy it, it but, but his pride got him, got him into that situation. I would agree with that. I, mean, I You're never going to convince me that Elon Musk wanted to buy Twitter. I don't believe that for a second. I, I think it was, I think you're right. I think he talked himself into buying Twitter. Yeah. And I think it's hurt Tesla, and I think it's hurt Twitter. Yeah. There, there's no doubt. And I give him credit for being smart enough now, it seems like, to get out of the way a little bit. But Twitter's never going to be the same. No, and, and I think that, unfortunately, like like Zuckerberg launching threads. I haven't been on threads since the second day. Nobody has. 70% of people don't use it. Yeah. 70% of the counts on threads are dormant. Yeah. Which is bizarre. But I, 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 don't, I don't know. Like, it... I don't hate either one of them. Yeah. I, I just, they're irrelevant to me. Yep. Elon Musk at least is doing some stuff with like technology and space and yeah. the environment and like he's doing things I care about. I don't necessarily relate to Elon Musk, Mm-mm. but you know, I don't begrudge. I think a lot of people hate Elon Musk. He just seems like a douche, dude. Honestly. Yeah. I don't hate for Elon Musk. Uh, LV Seminole says, I'm rooting for neither, really, but would love to see the little man Martian Zuck get whipped. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people who... Yeah. I think there's a lot of people who would like to see Mark Zuckerberg get punched in the face. Yeah. He's a strange dude. He is. Very he's weird. He's a strange that's dude. Like I said, he's, he's the guy in the room that's got the money, but is a w- complete weirdo. <laughs> Moth Prof wants to know if you got a lift. Did you get taller? It seems taller or something. You know. Uh, Ruff's official. MMA is too violent for the fanboys. They'll be concerned about concussions. Who are the fanboys? I don't know what you mean. Um, Mike Rayner growing the show. Yes, he is. Thank you. Uh, Mike it rain. Or mm-hmm. make, see, make it rain. Uh, Delaric says swords and shields. Don't don't forget the lions. Thank oh you. my god, how awesome would that be? Can you imagine if you like? Zuckerberg and Elon. I'm for real. I'm for real. Oh my God. Mrs. Monty put on Gladiator last weekend. I loved every second of it. Yeah. How I do you not, it. dude? Oh. Biscuits says, will the fight be on Spacebook? Exactly. Spacebook. Exactly. Bryce Martin. I'd take Mark, but I doubt it actually happened. Someone going to pull out? Wow. Dude, this is a family, this is a family program, show, dude. Bryce. Uh, or forget to pull out and get into a scandal. <laughs> you got to get stroked. You're not wrong, dude. I think somebody. I think you're right. One of these two dudes will pull out of the fight. I think I've hit it every time. I, I don't disagree at all. I don't disagree. Kyle Anderson says I'd root for the ref. Uh, Boyd Lake. It's a bit like Holyfield and Romney, an exhibition, as Nacho Libre says, uh, "Eats for fun." Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's see, Matt Hart. This sounds like a terrible idea, and it is. Seriously, but can, can you believe these two dudes are going to get to fight in the Colosseum in Rome? Yeah, I don't buy it yet. It's not official or anything. Oh, dude, that would be... How do you say no to that? Yeah. Well, mainly because I don't want to get punched in the face. But. Yeah, I just... Yeah, I don't know. There's part of me that's like, dude, why do we need to do it in the Coliseum? I get the I get the allure. I get the, the concept, but I... Yeah. Like, dude, like, really? In yeah. Rome? In the Coliseum? Like, where's that's everyone... Awesome. Like, let me, first question, where's everyone going to park? 
Oh, like fuck off. Who cares where they're going to park? I care, it's the dude. Coliseum. Yeah, but the Coliseum that hasn't had anything in it for hundreds of years now. Like, yeah, but people, it, it's you're a gonna tourist attraction. To, you're going to have to renovate the Coliseum. Like, you don't they're just already renovating. Dude, you it. can't just put an octagon in the middle of the Coliseum and be like, "All right, cool, Jimmy's popcorn cart, go ahead and roll." Dude, you need to renovate the entire thing, bro. God, come on. Why have you forsaken me, God? <clears throat> Gives it, you don't park at the Coliseum. You can walk. Uh-huh. you got to get out. I know. Uh, Mike I Maples, uh, I'll watch if Jack Dorsey does a run-in and puts Zuck through a table. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mike Smith, Zuckerberg versus Elon pay-per-view only on Apple TV. Yeah, seriously. Tim Cook wins again. Uh, Monty versus Canzano on Street Beefs. But I don't... I don't dislike. I don't know John Canzano personally. How dare you? My disappointment. It never mind. No, nope. Uh, Matt Hart. I'd w- rather watch WWE, but at least this is a real fight. Uh, enrollment the Coliseum has to be a fight to the death. Agreed. Exactly. Agreed. Kill. Kill. Yeah, dude. Such a good movie. Um, thank you, Mike Rayner. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, let's see. Fake Tom Osborne says Zuck versus Elon on Pac-12 Network. Yeah, then nobody can watch. Uh, the Mike Leach Meteorological Society. Well done. Says, go Mike Rayner. Go Mike. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, Musk and Zuckerberg should be put in the octagon armed with keyboards and flat screen monitors to utilize his weapons. Yeah. You know. Conference Commissioner Gumby, Russia went to the moon. Yeah, didn't Russia send a ship to the moon? I think. I'd have to look. Let me see. I'm pretty sure they did. They sent like they sent off a rocket the other day. Everybody was hoping it crashed. I was like, dude, the the cosmonauts didn't they, do anything wrong. They launched a spacecraft. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen, I'm no fan of Pootie, but I I mean that's cool if you're going to the moon. Yeah. I, I thought it was dumb that people yeah, were hoping they crashed. It didn't have humans on it, though. It had oh, it didn't? The, no humans. It had the Luna 25 spacecraft, which is going to explore the moon in search of water. Okay. Why don't we put a couple of dudes up there? We did that already. Yeah. You know. Uh, gaming history source. DDP Yoga. God, do you guys remember Diamond Dallas Page? Uh, the weight will fall off. Works Works great. I'm losing a ton of weight. I'm doing well, man. Uh, Mike Rayner says, you're welcome, guys. Enjoy. Thank you. Uh, LV Seminole Moon Landing. Birds aren't real either. No. No. Greg Hawkins, you stud. How are you? Good to see you. Uh, Matt Hart, where is Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV? Oh, my God. Uh, Boyd Lake, SpaceX has already advanced space travel exponentially. Landing those boosters is a huge accomplishment. I love it. That's why I said, like, he's a genius. He's just a little eccentric. Yeah. That's all. Okay, so, you guys, I got to talk about a a situation at Casa de Monte. Okay, what's going on? (sighs) So, a dude knocked on the door last night. Mm -hmm. And as a man, I felt responsible for having mrs monty answer the door okay uh anyway the point is uh it was a window washing dude oh boy and this dude was like hey we want to wash your windows and i was like okay um and mrs monty was like 
Oh, God, they're out there talking right now. Anyway, Mrs. Monty was going back and forth with this dude. Now, you come to my door and say, hey, and this guy's Spiel West, we're in the neighborhood tomorrow. Um, I'll wash your windows for 100 bucks. <laughs> so, of course, I was like, fuck no. No. <laughs> yeah, you're going to wash my windows, and yeah. then magically my, uh, my safe is going to disappear. Yeah. Idiot. So I was like, no. And Mrs. Monty was like, yes. She says yes to the guy. I'm like, uh, is he insured? Is he licensed? Does he have a business license? Um, like, um, she's like, um, let me look him up online. Yeah, look him up in the database. No Yelp, no Google, no Facebook. Mm. Nothing. You fucking donkey. Dude with a power washer, a pickup truck, a ladder, and his two friends. Now, I respect the hustle. I respect that a lot. Yeah, go hustle at my neighbor's house. When, what happened last time you went with someone who didn't exactly look at upstanding? <laughs> I had to have Teddy Wayman come in and retile my shower floor. I've been a rich man and I have been a poor man. Come on. And she's out there talking to him now. And I hope she says no. And I hope she says no. I But she's out there talking to him. So we'll see. I don't. I worry about it. I hate, this is why I I just say no, because it's not worth the headache. Did your windows need to be cleaned? Well, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, well, power wash your windows and your screens. Which is valuable, but. Not if you're not insured. He, did, did you ask him for the business license? Or, she did or not. Or any type of anything? She did not. How much is he asking you to pay? 125 bucks. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. What's worth it? To have at 125 bucks, dude, window cleaning is like five, six hundred dollar job right, for a certified I get it. guy. If he's gonna fall off his ladder and sue me, I'm not paying him 120. The answer is no. But he no. can't sue you because he's unlicensed, right? No, he can sue. Absolutely, he can sue you. And by the way, what if he does damage to my house and he's and he's not well, a real business? Thing, yeah, yeah that's the other What thing. if he blows a what, hole okay, in a window? So, wait, what wait, if, so what did Mrs. Monty say to all this? Uh, she said yes, and I said no, and but, she but was like, "I'll tell it. him no." And she's standing out in front of Casa de Crib talking to dude. Okay, does Buddy have the power washer out? Or, yes. Or where? <laughs> it's him and his boys. It's him and his boys in front of the house. And they're talking. I'm looking at my ring doorbell camera. And it's it makes me nervous. You know, like, I, I'm just, I don't know what to. I'll, I'll ask Mrs. Monty, what's the deal? Don't let him. I'm like, don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. She said, I told him no. They're nice guys and they understand. Perfect. Wow. Look at you. Can you tell her to come on? Can, can, should we get her on the show to talk about power washing the house? Wow. Because I kind of want to know what this conversation was like. I mean, this was all happening on your porch. Yes. Yes. I, I, I no. The answer is no. Does, the answer is hell no. Does a ring doorbell bring you more stress than value? It does. Because you look constantly. It does. I um. I don't look constantly. Mm. If I'm not home and my doorbell says somebody rang your doorbell, I'm gonna look. Right. But it depends on the time of day. Like if the sun is shining on my front door, a lot of times it's just a shadow. Or, but. The ring doorbell is worth it 100. percent Yeah. The one on my can on my garage, I you know how many times I'm like, dude, um, did I close the garage? 
and I'll just pull up my ring app. It's worth it. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, do not have unlicensed, uninsured people in your home. Yeah. Do not have them clean your windows. Do not have them power wash your porch. Yeah. Got to be licensed. Got to be insured. It's not worth it. No, I agree completely. Because the liability you have and your insurance, your homeowner's insurance will not cover it if they are not licensed and insured. Yeah, dude. It is not fucking worth it. I am telling you now, it is not worth it. By the it. way, and I'm not even being an asshole here, shouldn't the HOA do that? Isn't that like an HOA thing? Don't start with the eight, you guys. <laughs> dude. <laughs> if you ever say those three words the again, I'm going to. pipe job of this HOA I will, is incredible. I will lower your chair if you do that this again. Cock. Marcus Zilf, uh, if something happens, you can always call the advocates. Well, damn right. The problem is they'll call the advocates, and then you're really screwed. Yeah. Well, Mike Smith says, Monty, tell her no. Sh show her who wears the pants in the family. I did. I tell know. Her Risa. No. Jimmy Ottson, he whipped it out. Hey, ducking, no smoke. The Todd father, Monty, you're about to get water in your house. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys are assholes. Thank you. Boom. Out of here. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, my word, dude. Bryce Martin, get on there and tell him to go to San Fran and ask for George Klyovkov. Yeah, exactly you know what I mean, right. dude? Back to the I, awful I'm, calculations. I will never, ever hire an unlicensed. And the guy, uh, the guy lied. So I hired a contractor to renovate my bathrooms. He lied to me and said he was licensed. That's the untrained eye. Showed me insurance and licensing. I did not check it. I was like, all right, cool. And that was fake. Unlicensed. Man. Unlicensed. Mrs. Monty Who says she will come that, on. Dude, Mrs. Monty has agreed like, to come on. Do you understand uh, the balls it takes? And that's great she's coming on. But do you understand the balls it takes to roll up into a, a potential customer's house that you're trying to close? She doesn't care. With fake documentation. Yeah. Like, how much of an asshole are you? He didn't care. The Monty Show presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. We tell you every single day on The Advocates, man. You get hurt at work. Any injury, any situation, the advocates have seen it. They can handle it. Chat with an attorney live online, 24-7, 365, for free. You never have anything to worry about because you're never under an obligation if you just want to talk to an attorney and say, hey, here's what happened. Because you don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. If you got hurt at work, they are the workman's comp experts. I'm telling you. They are phenomenal, and they're great people. I've known Matt Driggs for over a decade. They're mm -hmm. great human beings. They're good people to do business with Thanks. at The Advocates. Theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Um, yeah, I got hosed by a contractor, and thank God for Wayman Brothers Construction. What are some of your best home improvement stories that you guys have? Because home improvement is one of those things that I feel like, you know, especially for you married folks out there, can be can be kind of a battle. Oh, God. There she is. So, you actually you actually went through with it and you told him no. I did. So what happened? Uh, um. So, uh, they were supposed to be here at four thirty, and they didn't. You know, they weren't here at four thirty, and I thought, well, fuck, maybe they're just sorry. And they're, they're late. Just, I was like, maybe they're just not going to show. You know, because uh, I had haggled with them on the price, so maybe they got somebody else to pay full. <laughs> But um, they did show up and uh, I went out and I just said, hey, I, I'm not going to be able to have you do the work. And, uh, and he was like, oh, and I just said, um, are you the same guy that came by yesterday? And he was like, no. Um, and I said, well, so 
the reason he, and he asked why. And I said, well, the reason why is because you have zero presence on, on online at all. Like there's no Google, there's no Yelp, there's no Instagram, like nothing. I can't verify who you are or see any reviews. And I was like, I feel bad, but it, I can't put myself at risk. And so I can't have you do the work. And he was like, are you sure? And I said, yeah, I just, I can't. And he's like, I do have insurance. I can show you right here. Was it the and, N or the O you were confused about, sir? <laughs> I, they were really nice young guys. Like, and I can appreciate the hustle, right? They're starting up their pressure washing business. Yeah. I get it. Uh, and I would love to support your business. Uh, and I said, but the guy who came here yesterday gave me this name for a company and there's nothing for that. And he's like, no, that's not correct. He's like, here's our name. Um, and he said, that guy just sells for us. And I don't know why he told you that. And I was like, well, that's, that's it. What he it's said. Over. And I can't, like, I just can't do it. And he's like, we were just over here at um, Shahara's house and then across from her at Kim's. We just did theirs. And I said, you know what? Hold on one minute. I was, I, I literally went in. Sorry, I said their neighbor's name. I probably shouldn't have. I went inside to call our neighbor to see, like, hey, can you really do your windows? But that person didn't answer. And I came back out and I said, I still can't. They they didn't answer. And I just can't risk it. So thank you so much. And he was like, well, would you be willing if I, if I give you my information? You could look it up. Maybe later, some other time, you'd be interested. I mean, I don't and hate that. Did the new company yeah. name he gave you actually come up? It does. It does on Utah Business Search. He's like, it's, uh, we're just a small LLC. We're just trying to get started. And I was like, I totally can appreciate that. And, and I would like, let you power wash my hot tub and my patio. And I'd let you, I'd let you power wash, but you, you got to have a sales guy who knows the name of your company. What was the quality of their truck? Was the truck beat or was it kind of nice? It was average. Like average, it was average. Yeah. And these are, yeah. you know. Uh, younger but who guys, cares? and I get it. Like you're trying to get your hustle going. Oh, I think, right? I think dude, like, when, as a contractor or any type of home service provider, dude, the truck you roll yeah. up in matters. Oh, I well, it it didn't look like on the about, on the ring doorbell. Like, yeah. I was stalking you on the ring doorbell, <laughs> and it didn't look like a beater truck. They seemed like nice guys. My he issue did. is not their truck. My issue is not no. their LLC. The sales yeah. guy doesn't know the name of the company yeah, he's that's, selling. That's a card. I can't thing. work with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't work like, with you. And it was not a similar name. Like it was a different name. Yeah, you, you just can't. <laughs> like, so I, you know, like, and, and I just figured the best thing was to be honest and just say this is why. And I told him I was like, hey, you need to make yourself a social media presence. Like, Yelp is free. Instagram's free and then you'll have people who can give you great reviews like our neighbor and then that's going to feed more business because that business is lucrative yeah I I've looked at it right I mean, you, you can make serious money pressure oh, washing there's there's no question yeah there's yeah. no question that you can make real money doing it. it it's just one of those things that I'm telling you guys you cannot risk your you cannot risk your home and your family over an unlicensed business we yeah. I even our, we were talking about our contractor yeah. situation. <laughs> um, you know, and it's just like, and I told him, I said, you know, you got the, the sales guy got me because I actually have been wanting to get my windows done. But unfortunately, here's where the divide was. <laughs> he gave me a name 
that has no presence. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so there you go. And Monty does not have to put the pants on and tell me no. We had <laughs> a rational conversation about it. Like last night after I thought about it, I was like, yeah, you know what? I, I didn't ask enough questions. So I did some searching online. I took the initiative to do the searching online. And then I said to you last night, hey, I can't, I don't think I can have him do the work because I can't find them anywhere. There's no Yeah, presence. that's the right decision, no doubt. It, and the sad thing is door-to-door knocking is is a lost art in this country. Like, as yeah. somebody who's done a ton of selling in my career, you have to have game. And nine times out of ten, when a dude comes to your door, they don't have game. And I usually don't open the door, but somebody's a hell of a lot nicer than I am, and they like to be polite to people, which I do not. <laughs> um and so, and this is why I don't have experience at answering the door and asking the right questions because I never answer it. So I've learned this is, you know, a good opportunity for me for the next time to ensure. That. I would never, and and it is, it's not your fault or anything. But I worked at Yelp for a, a, a while, and so I know the right questions to ask when when people come to the door. I I, think, I just dude, I think businesses grossly undervalue the power of video on Instagram yes. to bring in leads for their business. Like I think it is it's incredible to me that you know, I, I I had someone reach out to me recently who who was like, "Hey dude, like would really like to, you know, do something for you. This is how much I charge now." And and I didn't end up doing it cuz I didn't want to pay that. And then they re-reached out because they knew I did video offering a trade and it's like dude like i wish business owners would just be like yeah bro like i understand you know video is powerful and if i make videos even with my cell phone while i pressure wash a house and i put that on instagram and then mrs monty answers the door and i can pull up instagram and say hey yeah we're a reputable business i'll probably close that business but you won't I, do that yeah and like even like i said yelp yelp is super easy like just go go on yelp make make it uh, you know, an account like you, it's free. You don't have to. You have to deal with the people call and want you to pay. But otherwise, it is free. Yeah, it's free. It's free. You know, like if there was anything, uh, if I could have found anything on them, I would have have moved forward probably. Uh, if he could show me the insurance and and then I, you know, it was able to search on the Utah business um, site. But yeah, there you go. So they were very nice people, and um, maybe if I can get one of my neighbors to vouch, then I would do it. Bryce Martin wants to know if you watch the show daily. I do. Yes, yes, yes. I just leave it on. Like, I, you know, well, almost daily. When I'm in the office, I can't watch it. Yeah, yeah. you're kind but of a big deal I'm, with some company. Yeah, and stuff. Too no, much I'm gravy for the biscuits, says the Mrs. Office. Monty. Well, welcome back to the office. Uh, Mrs. Monty for a once-a-week segment. She used to come on every day, but she hates us now. Yeah, we're trying to work out an employment agreement with her. Come on the show once a week and stuff. Gary I can't meet my terms. Gary Wolf yeah. says, uh, Monty, what's your company name? The salesman. Uh, or, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, if you can't even tell me the name of your company that you're selling, yeah, probably not. Ron Nolan says, Mrs. Monty is a charm. Do some research and give these boys a shot. What a great way to get uh, known, know an upstart, a hand up. Well, I, 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 I'm all about that, dude. Being an entrepreneur in this country is not easy. Going door to door, and but you know what the tough thing in 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 our community is, you don't have, and it's a lot of communities now. You don't have driveways. 
driveways are done. It's not a thing in certain areas. No. So as a pressure washer, as a new business, like rolling up to a house, it'd be nice to say, hey, let me just pressure wash your concrete. Dude, I would have him do like my deck, my hot tub pad, like my patio. Like mm -hmm. I'd have him do all that. I need it once a year, right? But, yeah. and I, you know what? We'll do some research on their company and we'll ask our neighbor how it went. And I don't mind helping a small business grow. I don't. You know, I really do not. I, and, you know, yeah. I, I'm glad you answered the door. You are, I married way above my head, as you guys can tell. Um, she's a lot, she is, you're just better at a lot of things than I am. And relating to people, because I don't have patience for people that knock on my door at dinner time. Nah, bro, don't do it. Don't knock on my fucking door at dinner time because I'm not here to talk to you. When I'm, when I'm at home hanging out, I am not at home a lot. I am at home like four hours a day. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk to the solar guy. Yeah. I don't want to talk to the <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, the pest control guy's going around the neighborhood. <laughs> no, for me, it's the, like, the solar and the like uh, alarm. I'm like, yeah. Oh, oh security system guy's the worst. Yes, yeah, security system guy is the worst. No doubt about it. Uh, Micah says door to door is tough. You must be brutally impolite. Yeah, you. It, it is. It is a tough business. When we were real estate agents, and we used yeah. to door knock, people did, were not happy to see you. No, no, they were not happy to see you at, at all. Uh, Bryce also says Mrs. Monty using product placement with a bucked up cup. I got my bucked up cup. I'm like dying thirst. So. Yeah. I'm telling you, those are the best shaker cups ever. Ever. It's not close. And you see the size of this thing? Freaking huge. And Can you measure it? She said. I do you want thank you. See, she hit quota. She she, she hit, hit quota. Every time, every time Mrs. Monty comes on the show, she makes a penis reference. Without fail. What? Without fail. What? Every time and she's like, what? Me? I would never. Honey, I would never. <laughs> You're either vacuuming a dog's ass or talking about penises. That's fun right the name of the game. That's what you do on the show. Rhino. Do you remember the days when we used to have to ass vacuum the dog on the show? Do you remember that? I never actually asked. I never actually vacuumed his butt on the show. We constantly yelled at him for eating his butt. <laughs> you know. You know. <laughs> he vacuumed it for us until we took him to the vet and paid like twenty thousand dollars to have them do it. Butthole. Anyway, the we point is twenty thousand know. dollars for the dog. Yeah, you know, uh, too much gravy for the biscuits. I know she was a regular in the AM. Yeah, when we did mornings, Mrs. Monty yeah, was on the show out, all the though. time. It worked out timing wise. Anna says, "Do it, Mrs. Yeah. Monty." Yes, Mrs. Monty, please do it. Um, OG Gary says, "Mrs. Monty on the showgirl is always goaded." Yeah, it is. Uh, Mike Rayner, I get these kind of guys come to my house every week or two. So when I ask for insurance. Um, and verify they run. Yeah. That, well, that's when, you know, man, that's when, well, you know, but he honestly, like the guy who came today was like, no, no, we do have insurance. And when you pull it up on the Utah business site, you'll be able to see like insured, there'll be a check mark. Yep. And then he's like, I can show you my insurance policy. And I was like, I appreciate all that. They need a one to piece. No today. They need a one piece that says licensed and insured. And it, yeah. whatever the license number is, like you have to do that stuff because there's so many fly by night companies. Yes, that there are. Matthew Spence yeah. says, "Do a Pac-12 deal with Mrs. Monty. She's <laughs> tired of hearing about the Pac-12 too." You know, 
Uh, the Todd father, please don't power wash your house. It's a bad idea. It is a bad idea. No, no, we were just going to do the windows. We have second floor windows that are very hard to clean, and I have been wanting them clean for a long time. So. Uh, what about the cops, Conference Commissioner Gumby? Well, what about them? Nobody's em? calling the cops. I didn't need to call the cops. You know. You know, I think there's, you know what else is a lost art? Honesty and, and person-to-person interaction. Yeah, we don't I do that I felt that anymore. it was important that I actually walked out and told them instead of just not answer. I could have just not answered the door. Yep. I could have just not, you know, like, I, I felt like it was important that they knew why and they then have the opportunity to improve. It's valuable feedback, man. It's valuable yeah. feedback because if they do have that guy selling for them, he needs he needs yeah. to know, hey, we lost a sale today because you didn't know the name of our company and you didn't tell them we were licensed and insured. That's right, T. You got to yeah. tell them that. You yeah. have to tell them that. Yeah, facts. I, I mean, because that's the only way they're going to get better. Yep. You know. Yep. And Conf- that's what I said. Like, they have the opportunity to improve. So. Yep. Conference Commissioner yep. Gumby says, pro tip, don't eat your own ass. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I, I, I would agree, but Rhino had a problem, and it was very irritated. Yeah. And, and so the cone of shame came out. Oh, the cone of shame is the worst. Gary Wolf. When the Girl Scouts knock on Monty's door, he flips the table on him and sells them a bunch of bucked up. <laughs> I do. I mean, you're not wrong. But the worst thing is like, but he doesn't I, even get Girl Scouts that knock on the door. They come to his inbox on his email. They come to his DMs. They're like, hey, dude, dude, hey guys. my daughter's selling. My daughter's selling cookies. Are you going to order again? Hey, I know you're fat, bro. Why don't you buy some cookies? Yeah. Will you put the promo code out on your show so we can lead all Girl Scouts in sales? I will say, though. I hate dealing with people like we have a t- we're selling our old TV mm-hmm. and people are like, <laughs> yeah. hey, bro, you want to take five? How about five dollars for the TV? I'll pick it up right now. No, no. What did he say? Hey, here's five dollars for your TV and you can deliver it to me. Yeah, The one guy was like, hey, he asked me to pay 50 percent less than the TV's listed for. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can you when can you drop it off? OK, fuck you. How's that? What? The- yeah. what? No, no. I hate this it. This is why this is why we hate garage sales cuz like I'm garage I have a garage sale. I have things and I I price them at a good price and somebody is going to come along. It's like I listed it a, a brand new item that I never used and I listed it for $5 and they're like, "Will you take a buck?" <laughs> no. Nope. I I put $5 cuz I wanted $5 for it. If yeah. I wanted a dollar, I would have put a dollar for it. John wants to know John wants to know if we ever talk football. Bro, go back to the beginning of the show. It's Friday. It's the last hour of the week. Generally, John. we talk about non-sports stuff. Uh, OG Gary says, Kona sounds skin? good. Yeah. Oh, John Anna, yes. The siding guys that come around. Oh, dude. Oh, Ugh. the siding guys are the worst. Yeah. They're the worst. The worst. Um, hey, by the way, by the way. Yeah. They don't come by too much in daybreak, though, because I think they all know that like exterior yeah. and daybreak is... Sorry, I gave up. Drew Money, Mrs. Yeah. Monty, can you confirm that Monty has a dump truck? <laughs> Nobody believes me that I have zero ass. <laughs> Dude, I have I, like I have zero yeah, ass. Yeah, he claims he has no ass. Is this true? Can you confirm this? Hung like a thimble with no ass. Just is what it is, dude. <laughs> and you know what though? Your derriere could be improved if you did squats. Oh, Just God. do squats. But that doesn't mean that I have a fat ass, right? Like, I actually physically do not have a fat ass, right? You you have a butt, but it's just not fat. 
Fat. What do you want me to do? I mean, I, I'm not running from it. Why, why you put me in this position? What do you want me to do? Uh, squat. I'm just telling you, man. <laughs> squat. Not happening. Mike Smith, Monty silently cries when he binge eats Girl Scout cookies in the dark corner of the basement. Yeah, him and Aaron Rodgers hang out in the darkness, you know? Yeah, and we both shit yeah. ourselves. Mine is from Girl Scout cookies. His is from Ayahuasca. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. Salamini. Did huh? you talk about the, the hard knocks? I did. Yeah. And I hate that he's more likable. Oh, he's more likable. No, he's charming. a douche. I think that's why people, you know, they forgive him for being a complete douchebag because he's so likable. <laughs> You're like, a douche. He's a, he's a complete douche, but he's so nice. Please. So does Hard Knocks make Aaron Rodgers more likable? Oh, I, I think that it makes people forget how much of a douche he is. It makes people forget his family hates him. It makes them forget that he hates women and breaks up with hot movie stars. I'll never forgive him. People for... forget that he lies about whether or not you know he was being safe when around a team. Hey, you know he was immunized. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, but mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. nobody asked what immunized meant. Right? Don't Can we have some follow up and critical thinking? Let's go. You know, Micah says Mrs. Monty is too polite. She is. I. Dude, yeah, we we've I, been together for 30 years, essentially. And trust me when I say there are times she needs to talk and I don't. <laughs> and I know those times. I know those times, you know, but hey, mostly with any of any of or regarding Jake's past girlfriend. I'm for real. Seriously, seriously, <laughs> the virgin, the virgin bro over here, like, you know, you know, I didn't say that. I'm just saying that, uh, you know. I should do the talking around. You probably <laughs> should. Hey, don't forget, we're giving away Oregon and Texas Tech tickets coming up on September 9th in Lubbock. You can win a pair of tickets. All you have to do within the next week, just get to buckedup.com. All you have to do is show us that you're bucked up. So you can get free samples from Bucked Up. Go to buckedup.com, buy something. Use the promo code MONTY20 to get 20% off your purchase at buckedup.com. In the description below, there's a free link for, for samplers of their, their brand new Buck Bars, which are spectacular. You can go to walmart.com and order a case of Bucked Up. Whatever you need, protein powder, by the way. Uh, you can get endurance product. Mrs. Monty, who's training for a triathlon, uses their endurance products. The, we use their collagen peptides, their whey proteins, anything you need. Buckedup.com, promo code Monty20. Show us by taking a screenshot, tagging us on Twitter or Instagram, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show, or S-L-C Jake on Twitter and Instagram, and you're entered to win. One week from now, we will announce the winner of Oregon at Texas Tech. The only person excluded is Aaron Wilson because Aaron's very thirsty. So we clear on that? We're not going to allow Aaron to win. And Aaron's like the guy that knocks on your door hoping to sell you soul. Yeah. I mean, and, and Aaron's a huge Texas Longhorns fan. Yeah. Hug him. So, you know. Okay. You know. No, there he is right there. Aaron says, <laughs> but I know people. I will make this unfair. I will win. <laughs> it, look, as a Texas Longhorn fan, I would expect you to. Yeah. I like know. the spirit. I, I mean, I do go. like the spirit. Conference Commissioner Gumby says, uh, by the way, Gary Krug, or Gregory Krug says, Jake is not a virgin. He gets stank on the hang low. Whatever he that means. He gets stank on the hang low. What, bro, what, is that? what does that mean, dude? <laughs> I don't know. Bro, like, Wait, did you guys ever approach the topic of whether or not people actually like uh, Gen Z? 
call hot dogs glitzies? No. What? what? <laughs> glitzies? God, are you there? I, I swear. So someone else told me that they call hot dogs glitzies, and then we were watching TikTok, and that guy called it a glitzy. I have never heard about this. What is that? People That's just a the name they've given a hot glitzy? dog. Why yeah. would you call a hot dog a glitzy? I now I vaguely that. remember you bringing Maybe this up to like me. Maybe because it's like kind of like, you know, like when you have a hot dog, it sweats or something. It's glitz. I don't know. A like glitzy. the meat sweats? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But I need to know. OG Gary says it's not me. glitzy, it's glizzy. Glizzy, why? What? Why? Timo Money 14 says glizzies. Conference Commissioner Gumby okay. says stank. Okay. NE says glizzies. It's what? glizzy. G L I Z Z Y is Why? slang. Here's the explanation. Listen. Glizzy is slang for Glock handgun. The evolution of the word to include hot dog comes from the extended magazine of a pistol, which is about the length of a hot dog. God, what? Look, what John is, Morant, what is take wrong it easy, with people? dude. Glizzy, no, the, answer's, the answer's no. Glizzy. The answer's no. It's not. It's a hot dog. It's what? Well, Gen did, Z likes the term glizzy. Ain't ducking, no smoke. Why? Why? <laughs> but, like this is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. This what? Is uh, where do you? Classic Gen Z right here. Who's the first guy that's like, oh man, dude, I'm glizzied up. I'm Glabro. Let's go to I'm, Costco. I'm shove and... a couple glizzies in my throat. Yeah. yeah. Let's throw a glizzy down a hallway, bro. I'm going to Costco and I am getting glizzy, dude. Bro. Scock. What are you talking about, people? You get a get a life. Are you serious right now? Like, my God. Conference Commissioner Gumby says hot dog equals glizzy. No, no, dude. No. That's what they're saying. That's it's what the cool kids See, this say, is the man. problem with TikTok. Oh yeah, my hot dog's a glizzy. Bro. Dude, no. Hella Billy. Hey baby, hand me hand me a glizzy. Scock. Like See? I, what are you talking about? And he said it's stupid. It literally came up during COVID. I was like, what the hell is that? I know. The coronavirus. Right? Jeremy Callahan. Hot dog storm is a glizzard. Wow. I got what a hot dog storm. hot dog no. storm? See, now I'm now like. No. I think I've hit it every time. No. <laughs> Mike Smith. So is a hot dog in a donut called a glazed glizzy? Damn. Stop it. Damn. So I just... think that if you have a hot dog covered in donuts, it is a hot dog sandwich, a glizzy sandwich. Damn. Anna, you're not wrong. Where I come from, it's lips and associates. <laughs> That's right. I love I Hey, there's nothing like a good all beef hot dog, but I'm never going to call it a glizzy. Jeremy Callahan, Joey Chestnut, bring in the glizzard. <laughs> Which, by the way, is still one of the stupidest <laughs> things I've ever seen. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. All right, yeah. we need to go. Yeah. It has been fun. I'm going home to sit in my hot tub and egg my non-fatty ass. Yeah, can ass. you put your glizzy in the hot tub? Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Are you just going to admit that? Will you just tell the people I don't have a fat ass so everybody knows? You don't have a fat ass. There's I mean, not as much ass. I wouldn't call it fat. Listen, bro, it's not fat, it's husky. It's not, listen, it's not fat, it's it's husky. Oh. You know. Oh. Thanks for not confirming that. Thank you. Thank you. Leave now. Goodbye, Mrs. Monty. The Monty Show is presented by our good friends. 
Uh, I don't, we're like, she won't even just say, no, you don't have a fat ass. Because I don't have a dumper. What? Fat dumper. Nice dumper, bro. Anyway, enjoy your weekend. The Monty Show, as always, is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.